This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hello, Hobie listeners. September 22nd through the 24th, we will be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. You should be there. Not only will Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo be there, but also... The, from the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones, David Bradley will be there. So, bring a sword. Walter Gray. Ben Peter will be there from Face Off. And a hell of a nice guy, too. And Jason Isaacs. Everybody loves Jason Isaacs. Oh, yeah. If you're a Harry Potter fan, he was uh, Lucius Malfoy. He was, uh, he was in the Peter Pan movie. I remember that. That was good. Uh, also, Dirk Manning from Nightmare World, the comic book. Uh, Wallace Shawn is going to be there. Inconceivable! Uh, Kurt Wood will be there from the Oh Yeah Comics. Also, Scoot McMahon from Oh Yeah Comics. Gotta love Oh Yeah Comic. Jay Fosgett, he is Dev, Dev's friend, so we'll give him some slack. But everyone loves him. And many, many more. That's September 22nd through September 24th. You can go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo to get your tickets. And when you're there, look for Hobie. Please note the thoughts, opinions, jokes, and every other bad taste that the guest and the host of Hobie, aka the History of Bad Ideas, is of their own, is not associated with any companies they may work for, any firms they work with, any advertisers, or anybody else in general. Remember, it's just a joke. Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. Right it's the history of bad. It's the history of bad ideas. Podcast. Welcome to the history of bad ideas, episode number 186. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And I'm... What's my name again? What Say are we my doing? Name. Say what my am name. I doing? Oh, it's a podcast. You're podcasting, Blake. Blake. You're Slim Shady. Blake, I'm the real Slim Shady. I can sing Slim Shady. You want me to? No. I'm the real Slim Shady. I'm Stop. The real sl- okay. I <laughs> didn't take I long. I to see how long it took him to get it wrong. No. <laughs> oh, that was easy. <laughs> well, for Slim Shadies can't recognize. <laughs> I got one chance, one chance at Hamilton. Here we go. Here we go. You encouraged it, I know not I me. <laughs> I'm amused by it. I'll be honest. I'm I, amused by him butchering songs so bad that they're not recognizable. That's why we never get in trouble. <laughs> because I can never sing on beat, on tune, or correctly with the words. The words are never right. No the copyright violation right. whatsoever. Nope. <laughs> Eminem's like, what the fuck is this? Actually, he'll probably sue to stop making bad <laughs> imitations. <laughs> Your Honor, I'd like him to do something worthwhile that's copying my art. 
hello, everybody. We're back in the studios. No more drive-by shootings. That's right. What? Well, you know, we had fireworks, drive-by shootings, oh, everything okay. on last week's episode. They were just um, fireworks. They just sounded like drive-by shootings. Uh, people uh, were upset that we were actually talking over the fireworks. Uh, I think a couple of them were uh, worried. In, that in they the podcast to... or people in the balconies? Uh, both. Both. <laughs> and then some listeners were upset because they couldn't hear us over the fireworks. So it was a catch-22. Either way, he either liked it or didn't. I thought it would be a bonus if we couldn't hear you over the fireworks. I, I thought, isn't that what Hobie listeners want? Pretty much, especially when it's just Jeff and I. Aww. <laughs> So, I, I listened to your podcast last week. Did you? Yeah. Did you like the little fireworks? It was awesome. Florida. I, I thought it was some great um, local color. I felt like I was on vacation with you guys. We did that two years before that, too. Two or three mm-hmm. years before. Uh, the famous Cannonball episode. The Cannonball episode. <clears throat> so please go back and listen to that one. So we are back in the studios. I don't think anyone else has any big vacations coming up. Uh, so for the rest of summer, we should be okay. I think we're vacated out. We are. We are. So we are ready to roll. I suppose my budget is vacated out, so. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, the positive is that Jeannie, Lady of Space Violence, might be joining us next week for a guest spot. Uh, so she'll be joining us in studio. Actually here in studio or via live from the internet? Uh, we're going to see if she comes down. It's a four-hour trip. Come on down. Four and a half. So I'm just saying, you yeah. can stay at I-75 is really damn boring. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was it is. driving that monthly for three years, man. We uh, we drove I-65 west this week. Uh, we went well, to we on purpose. South, you mean? South. Well, yeah, yes. I was going to say southwest. That's right. On purpose. Yes. Sorry. And instead of going 75, uh, we went to Port St. Joe, Florida. Uh, you heard if you listened to last week's episode. We had they had a donut shack. <laughs> if you're going there to assassinate Jason and Jeff, you're too late. <laughs> to make long story <laughs> in short. order to save the podcasting world, <laughs> uh, we, they had a donut shack, a convenience store, and an ice cream shop within a couple miles. Oh, it sounds like a great diet busting vacation. It was great because we sat on the beach and went to the pool. That was it. And it was wonderful. The ice cream shack was surprisingly good. Ice cream shack was good. It was no, good. that was their, their slogan. Surprisingly good. Oh, that was the other ice cream shop. <laughs> as, actually, as, there was two as ice cream places. As them to suck. <laughs> yeah. There was actually two ice cream places. That's right. The one place called Coneheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the review on in their paper was surprisingly good. So I don't know if that was a good sign or not to go eat there. We didn't, uh, but it was qu- crowded often. So I wanted to know the the review that had surprisingly bad. <laughs> surprisingly bad. I was kind of shocked by it. Well, uh, mm-hmm. we thought you were going to be good, but you surprised us and were bad. Yes. So at least you give good first impressions. That's right. <laughs> when you're only one of two ice cream places within driving distance for tourists, I mean, you got a 50-50 shot. <laughs> No, there are actually others. No, no, oh, okay. Surprisingly, but awful. those were those were expectedly good, but this one was just surprisingly good. Well, that's the thing is, we were like close to like the edge of the Cape, so you had to drive pretty far out there to get to Coneheads. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was just like, well, we didn't think the drive would be worth it, but maybe it was. Or maybe they just thought they were going to eat shit, and they didn't. <laughs> so good for them. Uh, but we are back. It was a nice relaxing vacation. Yes. Uh, we, a relaxification? Yeah. Is that what you said? A relaxification? We met some good people down there. Uh, once we got south. Surprisingly good people? Surprisingly good people. <laughs> uh, we met uh, a southerner named Hunter McAllister. 
Uh, he lives down there. And Hunter McAllister, he drinks tea at high noon. And that is sweet tea. And Hunter McAllister joined us on our vacation for most of the trip. By that, he means he talked like Hunter McAllister the entire trip. <laughs> Hunter McAllister's here. Oh, lovey. So what you're saying is, is that uh, everyone wanted to kill Jeff, me. Why, yeah, well, everyone wanted to strangle you by the uh, what's it, midweek. <laughs> you didn't even End make it to Wednesday. Yeah, right. it was probably about Tuesday. I think everyone was ready to kill him. <laughs> and we got down there Sunday afternoon. So <laughs> figure out the math there. Mm. But Hunter McAllister is now in my foray of impressions. <laughs> Welcome to that, everyone. And now everybody turned it off. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> Those four of you who are still listening. <laughs> Blake, anything exciting for you? Yeah, actually, I got a number of things here. Okay. I, and I, I was going to warn everybody, every time we have, like, breaks mm-hmm. in between podcasting with when the gang's not all together, mm-hmm. we're usually a super long episode. Yes. So, for five hours, don't plan on getting any work done. <laughs> This is five hours we're going to cut it into two weeks. Two weeks <laughs> exactly. Here's my first big one. All right, okay. if you're a Hobie listener, which obviously if you're listening, you are. are. You know, I got to see the, the great Jason C. Brown during a uh, old fraternity brother get-together. Hollywood director. Yeah. Hollywood director. Dr. Bednar was there, too. I should have given you his shirt. That's right. I, I Oh, that. my God. We should have given him a shirt. Sorry my about bad. that. My bad. Dr. Bednar was there. Oh, the, doctor. The guy who wrote and performs our theme music. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, um, a bunch of other you know good old boys that it was nice to sit sit around and you know, tell stories we've heard a hundred times before and drink beer. Not canoe because of the too much of a high water on the Mohican River. Is that really missing it, though? I'd much rather just sit around. No, I'll tell bullshit. you what. There's nothing nothing better to do than sit around, play cornhole, and and watch the water go by as you're getting drunk all day. Yeah, day drinking. I don't. I don't want to go canoeing at all. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. Well, I enjoy canoeing. I, hate I canoeing. enjoy canoeing. I like it. It helps me uh, get in touch with my inner Native American. Mm-hmm. You know, my inner Des. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah, Des is on here before later. Yes, he is. I saw. Her. Yes. You know, but uh, also getting. Uh, you know, getting in touch with um, you know people you haven't seen in a while is pretty good. It was very nice, old brother Joe. And then listening to old brother Hoyt, who used to be a public affairs officer for the Navy, and talking about his, you know, uh, celebrity encounters as as people grilled Jason about Hollywood and his encounters. And I didn't do any of the grilling because I was like, oh, I already know. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Hunter McAllister's cousin. Oh, Mick yeah. McAllister. Yeah, why don't you ask Jason C. Brown about this? <laughs> I'm already on the inside. I'm already on the inside. I don't Thank know you. if you know this, but I am on his IMDb trivia page. <laughs> I actually did break that out this weekend. <laughs> Well, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> not saying I'm a big deal, but we're kind of a big deal. Kind of a, well, you know. Yeah. Semi big deal? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was pretty good. That's one of my first outs. My other one is I uh, this weekend, this past Sunday, I finally got around to going and seeing Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! Yes. And? Would, you, would you like to know my major observations about the What's movie? Zero? All right, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, if you're one of the few people who haven't, you might want to skip ahead 
because, you know, I got yelled at for revealing Game of Thrones spoilers to somebody who was trying to avoid watching Game of Thrones so they can binge watch it all at one time, which my response is you can't do that unless you put yourself in a box. Yeah, that I can understand, you know, giving somebody a week to catch an episode yeah. or something, but not spoil the first season. Especially when I gave them a warning and said, hey... Episode two tonight, you better watch number one that's on the DVR at the place we're at so you can watch number two with us. Oh, no, I want to watch blah, 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 binge watch. So don't tell me anything. And then, of course, I get in argument with my father-in-law, which is pretty common. You know, I argue with father-in-law about last week's episode. And, of course, we're yelling at each other in a good way, not angry. And, of course, then my sister-in-law gets very upset and says, well, you, you just blew it off for me. I'm like, pfft. I gave you the spoiler alert. Kind of. So you went to review Wonder Woman, and now you're talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, so anyways. Yes. You know, we are on the Tangent Bound Network. We are on the Tangent Bound Network, and we're also live on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast right now. Woohoo! So there you go. I think you mean Facebook. No, we're on Twitter live. Woo! What? I don't want live Twitter. Boo! Boo live Twitter. Well, we're on live Twitter, I so suck it. I did live Twitter. So how does, how, does, how does Twitter limit your 144 character spaces verbally? It doesn't. Well, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so tell us about Wonder Woman. Come on. All right. So here are my my, uh, my four major uh, journalistic observations about Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, number one, Gal Gadot. Hot. She is hot. Yes. You know she has two kids. I didn't even know she thank, was married. Thank goodness somebody like her is procreating because you know the world needs beautiful people. Yes, we do not need Kevin James procreating. No, ever. Ever. She had kids? Well, she had one. one. I knew she had one, but she has two. No, apparently two, and not with Vin Diesel. No, not I was, with Vin Diesel. You're mistakenly incorrect on that. As I saw the photo. But yeah, so Gal I saw Gadot that is, photo after you mentioned yeah. that, and I'm like, I can see how that would confuse someone. It's called bad journalism when they put exactly. bad titles on them. See? We are it, we are correct until we're wrong, proven otherwise. That's right. We are not fake podcast. Yes. We are real podcast. Hashtag real podcast. That's right. So that's my first major journalistic observation. Gal Gadot is hot. And, you know, I think I'm going to have to include her in my new top five. Ooh, if you're yes. allowed to have If one. I was allowed, but I'm not. But if I did, you know what? she's I think definitely I in it now. I think I might agree. Drew Barrymore, I think, has fallen off mine. Mm, she's still there. Um, so <laughs> anyways. All right. So, but, so anyways, speaking of former top fives, Robin Wright, still yes. hot. Yes. Especially as an old Amazon trainer woman. She's in Justice League. Princess Bride Lady. She's in Justice League. That's right. She's still nice. Uh, Etta was driving me up a wall because I was, I was looking at her and she was acting. And I kept going, I know her from somewhere. Oh, Chris Who Pine's British uh, friend? No, no, no. Well, yeah. The, yeah, the secretary. The secretary. And I kept going, I know her. I know her. I know her. I know her. And it was driving me up a damn wall. So I had to look her up. After the movie, of course, after I looked up more Gal Gadot photos. But anyways, <laughs> I looked her up, and uh, yeah, that's Shaun of the Dead's girlfriend's friend who had the uh, tall, skinny, uh, Harry Potter-looking boyfriend that, oh, that didn't like Shaun, okay. Simon Pegg's character. Yeah. That was her, and she's also in the original Office UK version, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's where I saw what I was looking at. Yeah, so it immediately hit me. as like, that's where I know her from. Although she looks slightly different, but it was pinging, pinging me. You know, unbelievably in regards to that. But uh, second major observation, very empathetic to Wonder Woman. I mean, almost to the point where 
when Steve Trevor dies and she's fighting him. I almost cried. Spoiler alert. I was. Yeah, exactly. I told people to fast forward. <laughs> when uh, Steve Trevor died and the thing was going on there, I, I tell you the truth, I was, I was fighting back some tears. I was emotionally touched. And I sat there and I thought about it. Why was I so emotionally touched? It's not that I was a, attracted to Steve Trevor. Although, you know, Chris, Chris Pine is pretty guy, fucking hot. You know. He is hot. It wasn't that. So I sat there and I thought, why do people like this movie so much more better than, like, you know, Batman v. Superman, DC World and stuff? And so I, I've come to my own little conclusions. You can tell me if I'm on to something or if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Well, thank you. So the first one is um, she's innocent. Innocent in the fact of ignorance in regards to the real world because she'd been, you know, growing up outside of the world of you know, evil men, you know, the real locked world. Away from the locked real away world. from the horrors of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, the, the, and, and that brought in um, good comedy. It wasn't like bad, cheesy stuff when she, mm-hmm. ca- you know, when they're making jokes about her. I mean, I thought it was pretty funny when she's talking about, yeah, I read the 12 volume treatises on pleasure. Yes. But you know what? It was funny, but it wasn't untastefully funny. Correct. They, they kept it. I guess I would say on a on a sophisticated adult humor level. Mm-hmm. It was not it, Zack Snyder humor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so and it was it was done well, very well in those regards. So you develop an attachment to her because, well, she's hot, right, to begin with. But her character is kicks ass. yeah kicks ass. But she's ignorant and innocent to the world. That's when that's the word innocent by ignorance. Mm-hmm. So with that innocence, they're able to play off of that humor, which uh, you know would make you laugh and feel more emotionally attached to the character and more understanding. And then I think finally is the fact that because she's female, mm-hmm. right, and she's a woman, you tend to maybe empathize and be a little more emotional in regards to things that happened to her as if it were the reverse, if it were Chris Pine and she's the one that died. You yeah, wouldn't feel bad for Chris Pine because, you know, he's a guy – you know, typical emotions, you know, that play. But the fact that she was female and had an emotional attachment that grew according to Chris Pine, you felt more sorry for her and Chris Pine's act of heroism, you know, in the movie. You're like, oh, my God. So I think all of those things, you know, we're building the the identification, the empathy, you know, the the fact that it was a female character maybe made you more emotionally attached mm-hmm. in feeling and the innocence that goes with her character. You know, I think all of that together, I think, you know, almost, why well, almost people were almost crying in the theater. I could see that. When it was happening. I could see you that. You know, so I thought it was really good. And that was something that was missing in Batman v Superman. When Superman died, I didn't give a shit. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Because if one thing is... You I was like, if, I don't care. They try to emotionally attach it to, you know, Lois Lane and Martha. And you're like, who gives a shit? Well, you have no attachment to Lois Lane or Martha. Because, you know why? Because there was none of that buildup. There was none There's of that no slow storytelling to... attachment. Yes, to make you emotionally attached to those characters. They're just like thrown in there. There you go. There you They've had two movies to make me care that Lois Lane, Martha, and Superman yeah. are together. You know, they're all three love each other because mom and, you know, girlfriend... No, they didn't. They yeah. didn't make me attach in any of those movies. Uh, yeah. And I think part of it is because Superman, you know, is going to come back. He's too big of a star. Yeah, exactly. Steve Trevor, yeah. you don't know if he's he's dead. He's human. Exactly. So you know. they are going to bring him back. Oh, oh now we know. You ruined that. Oh, damn it. 
Yeah. No, I don't give a shit. Because no, I'll talk not, about that because Flashpoint is coming to the more the DC universe. All right. Well, you leave that as a teaser. Don't tell me how Steve Trevor's coming back because I like the fact that a main character actually did perish. I don't think they're going to bring him back you know, fully. I think no. he's going to be in flashbacks. You know, a protagonist because it's yeah. it's very rare that protagonists die. Yes. And it's usually friend of the protagonist. Well, in this case, one on one, but he was a major protagonist. Yeah. Or there or some other side character that oh you feel sad not you know not not Spud's character. Oh, by the way, Spud from Train Spotting. Yes. He, does that guy ever change his hairstyle? No, no. I don't think that guy changes. <laughs> no, not at all. I, he he, he, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, Spud. I think it's either, I think he looks the same and his character is usually the same. The only difference is if he's doing drugs or not. Yeah. That's I, the I, only I, difference. Well, in the you movies. know, he was drinking himself. <laughs> he was drinking himself. That's true. He was, you know, suffering from his PTSD and nightmares, you know, et cetera. But, but anyways, okay. But yeah, I think, I think that's the reason why Wonder Woman is such a great movie is because you're, the, you were able to care. Uh, uh, but you know about the main character and her and her innocence, and made it so much easier to empathize. Did you give it a B plus? No, no, no. I overall I gave that movie an A plus. I what walked out of it saying that was damn good, did better than what I expected. Plus. Yeah, I saw it with her. Did she like it? Yes. Okay. Did she see Batman v Superman? No. Good call. I, I'm, I'm going to save her from that. Good call. I'm not going to let her see it. But okay, I do like how they did play into the Bruce Wayne photograph mm. to uh, to Wonder Woman yes. in, in her Paris Louvre job. I like how <laughs> Louvre job. Mm. <laughs> no, I like how that uh, they brought it in together and um, it, it tied in very well with Batman v Superman. So yes. if you saw this before Batman v Superman, you understood. But in this case, you saw that train wreck and you go back and say, oh yeah, here's the origin story. It's pretty nice. You know, I do like how they tied that in. Right. Do, do you think... Uh, With the almost exact same scenes. Yeah, and the funny thing is though, it's, they're going to tie it into a movie that Bruce, uh, Ben Affleck's not even going to be a part of soon. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> teaser. Justice League of America. Yeah. We have some teasers. To, we have some uh, San Diego Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con uh, trailers to talk about. But anyways, next. All right, so here's a bad observation. Yes. All right? Everything that was good about the movie, I had a hard time dealing with fucking uh, Harry Potter Professor uh, Lupin as the war god Ares. Oh, uh, okay. I could not get past Harry Potter Professor Lupin when Again, I saw him. Sorry to hear that. I, I, I had a hard time getting by that until he put on the Ares armor. Then he looked a little fear, fearsome. But other than that, I had a hard time. Couldn't they pick a better... Or he, if he identified himself as Ares, if he would like physically transform into something a little bit more... Uh, I evil was, masculine, evil, I was evil binary masculine thing or See, something. See, I wish they didn't even put him in as anything. I wish he was yeah. just a muse. Or they could have just made him, not, yeah, I was zero. I don't think you need a Pretty much. I have no issue if she just took down half the army after she killed the one general. I had no issue yeah. if that was the and then, ending. And, and that was a good thing, too, because she thought she was doing the right thing, and she finally gets the bad yeah. guy who thinks is Ares, yeah. and the war doesn't stop. Yeah. You know, and that that ties into her ignorance, innocent ignorance, and yeah. you know, et cetera. So, but yeah, I, I had a hard see... time with Aries and uh, Professor Lupin because the only thing that stuck in my mind was Professor Lupin. Did you not want? I was to waiting for him to break out his fucking wand. Does he have a wand? I got a yeah. stick. So it was exactly. he has to completely, uh, yeah. In your mind, you can never watch him play anything else. I think so. 
Uh, honestly, I, I I mean I've seen him in uh, what other? There was another movie he was in that uh, Paul Bart. Oh wait, hold on, no, he was in the the uh, Lebowski, the Big Lebowski. He was the guy listening to the nihilist music in um in uh that sitting there the art critic guy when Lebowski walks in <laughs> yeah. on um I don't have to rewatch oh that. what's her name's yeah that's Professor Lupin. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy with the annoying laugh, like. <laughs> We're nihilist. The nihilist. You, you, no. you don't have the. You don't have it you don't anymore. Believe in anything. We still want the money, Lebowski. Wants the money, Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's 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 the art critic guy that's in the uh, loft, the studio loft, when Lebowski comes in to see uh, what's her name, Lebowski. But anyways, um, all right. Then the last one, uh, mascara, Revlon. What a great product placement. I missed that product. Please. Yeah, Wonder Woman, the Island of Mascara. Oh, with the yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you, I got gotcha. you, I got it. Ah! Where's the snare drum? All right, I don't get what you're saying. Everyone had the line. Isle of Mascara. They have it. That's where she's from. No, she's from Themyscira. Isle of Mascara. It begins with T H E. The Themyscira. Themyscira. I thought they said the Isle of Mascara. Hunter I was McAllister. like, what a great Revlon advertisement, product Hunter placement. Hunter McAllister needs to interrupt this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you gave it an A+. Plus. You enjoyed a plus. it. A+. Enjoyed it, yes. Good. And, by the way, Gal Gadot. Hot. Yeah, she is quite hot. I yes. will say that. Um, not as hot as somebody celebrating a birthday today, Matt LeBlanc. He's 50 today. He is quite hot, too. Damn. Yeah. He's older than all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Is a uh, uh Chantel Van Santine is 25. Is 32, I'm sorry. Who's that? Who that is? Uh I don't know. It's on IMDb. I'm checking it up right now. No, oh, okay. Uh no. So, no. She's a model. Okay. Moving on. And she was in Final Destination. The first one? I have no idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So, well, let's go to my up this week. Being on vacation. Same as last week. Jeff, what's your up? Wow, that was great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My up was a Game of Thrones is back. Yeah. Uh, I'm up on that. I mm-hmm. uh, On vacation, didn't get to watch it, so I had to watch two episodes Sunday night. Oh, that's a great thing. So Watching uh, them both back-to-back is pretty cool. Yep. So, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm up on that. Uh, other things I'm up on, uh, I don't remember. Probably other things. Okay. I'm down on coming back from vacation. <laughs> I'm down on very long car trips. How long? How was it? How was it? How, how was your trip back? Well, I mean, long. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a twelve-hour trip. Yeah, two hours because you had a two-year-old in your car. Yeah, two-year-old in our car. You had three kids in yours. So. Our kids, the first, and this sounds really dumb, but our first ten hours was actually really quick and pleasant. Like my wife and I looked at each other, like this is really going smooth. Like, you know, the kids, my kids ride pretty darn good. I, I'm not just saying that. They ride pretty good. Uh, even my daughter has turned the corner in the last couple months or so, the last two car rides. So that was good. The last four hours, my uh, youngest, I think, had like three dirty diapers in a span of four hours. So that took a long time. It felt like six hours, but it was only four. But we got home in 14 and a half hours or so. So for a 12-hour trip, 12 and a half, I'm okay with that. For a 12-hour trip, taking 14 hours was, uh, <laughs> it was much better trip going down. Yeah. Well, one, because. Well, we going are, down, you always have the vacation anticipation. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and then coming back, you got the vacation downer. It's like you're coming off of a high. The best part about going down. I mean, not down, that I would know anything about I always that. like going down anyways. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about the drive to Florida, the drive to Florida was we left and drove in the middle of the night. Yeah. Well, somebody else did the driving, so I slept for like five hours for that drive. <laughs> nice job. I fell asleep, you know, just south of Cincinnati, and I didn't wake up till we were south of uh, Memphis. So... So that part of the drive was was great. Uh, can I say another down? Uh, Michael Phelps racing a fucking CGI shark. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, if you remember, we talked about this. I said so the I only way I would watch is because if there was a threat of him being eaten, no. and I knew it was going to be fake. And if you blocked out a part of your life to watch this and didn't realize it was going to be a sham, then you're an idiot. I never watched it. I just read about it. Yeah, I, I, I read about it in the it. in the outrage of the people. I'm like, what did you expect? <laughs> it's like the it's, what a, it's a sham for Shark Week. What? It's kind of like, sh- oh, a sham for Shark Week. They said, did the Shark Week eventually, should we just call it Jump the Shark Week now? Yeah. Because Randall Holt, RJ Holt, 666, he had a quote on Twitter, he had a question on Twitter, has the, has, remember when Shark Week was cool? Remember when people were excited about it? I never was. Yeah. But remember yeah. when people were excited about it? Not so much anymore. No one cares. Well, it's, it really is nothing other than they keep showing the same shark sh- ep- uh, television shows or something that they showed for every sh- previous Shark Week. I feel like it's, um, it's a bunch this, of reruns that you see every year. I feel like it's the same thing a couple months uh, about a year ago when the guy was going to get eaten by a snake, and then people were pissed off because they only ate him up to his waist. It's like, yeah. well, what did you think was going to happen? Exactly. We people wanted him to die. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, can we talk about one of the greatest things ever? Training McTrain face and Sweden. <laughs> did you see this, Jeff? Or, I, I just saw a quick blurb about it real fast, and I'm like. The whole Bodie face thing has just gotten ridiculous. Yes, but this one, Sweden said yes. This is training yes. McTrain face. Yes, but Sweden said go ahead and do it. Yeah, because they they're Sweden. Because yeah. yeah. they are like, what the fuck? Uh, here's the best part. Uh, they were naming trains after famous Swedish citizens. So there was a lot of Hans in there. Uh, this one is Hans Zimmer train. This one is the Hans <laughs> Swedish the, train. Uh, ugly duckling guy? Uh, Hans Christiansen. Uh, Hans Christiansen. Yeah, he, he, he's Danish. Oh, well, oh well, we failed. Oh, hey. hey, you know what? They're all Norse. Well, they asked. <laughs> They're all Nordic. They went to the internet. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. They had over a thousand people. <laughs> only a thousand. Only a thousand. <laughs> vote oh, to wow. Christian. A new commuter train. Training McTrain face in Sweden said, ah, what the fuck? We're Sweden. What the fuck do we care? <laughs> so they're naming it. They named it Training McTrain face. And they basically looked at UK. And we love the UK because we're on nerdly.co.uk. And they said, Hello, this is what happens because you wouldn't let Bodie McBoatface happen I'm with 125,000 votes. I'm from Sweden, yeah. So they... Uh, oh, it's in my later hosen. Yes. So... <laughs> Uh, another no. vote. Another no. choice was something, uh, somethingy McSomething face. Beef jerky time. But yes, so there you go. Uh, Training McTrain face. Congratulations, sweetie. Awesome. So good job, well Sven. Well done. Uh, and I think. Oh, and we had a quick thing. Uh, uh, we'll get to in listener feedback about the Disney uh, horror movies. <sighs> so, did you, Blake? Yeah, I listened to your Disney shit last week. No, no, this is different. Yeah. 
This is what we were talking about. Oh, by Disney the way, horror films. I was babysitting one of my nieces who's two years old. Mm-hmm. And Disney Channel, of course, is on the TV because mm-hmm. you can't have it on anything else other Correct. than Nickelodeon. Disney Junior. Well, Disney Junior, mm-hmm. XD, whatever. And Snow White comes on. I'm sorry. And I said, hey, this is a classic Snow White. You know, so her, the two-year-old niece and the older older uh, cousin, five-years-old girls. I said, hey, watch, watch this. It's Snow White. You know, that's not good for a kid. No! No! I, I'm not like, scary I'm as like it is scary as hell. And, and they send a guy that's actually going to kill her? With yeah. The, and then I'm watching the two-year-old's face go through this like horrible, like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, go back to, who wants coloring books? <laughs> let's do something more lighthearted here. Oh, oh, like, oh my God. Apes is on. You know, realizing that as a kid, I remember being scared, but now I'm like, I forget the content. I just remember her turning into a dragon, green flame, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I don't, I'm, I'm probably mixing my Disney sleeping up. beauty. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> so I, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, you know, this isn't good for kids. Yeah, it is. For adults, yeah, maybe. Teach, but Teach kids back. fear. Yeah, teach fear and behave. and Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'll get to it. This is what the question was on vacation. Well, I right. was trying to come up with... If you took Disney horror uh, princess movies and cartoons and yeah. made them horror movies instead. And you don't have to change much. No. Some of these you don't have to. So then the idea was you had to ma- also make a tagline. Uh-huh. So this was the thing that we talked about. Uh, Brian Auer uh, at Bowerfett said Tron, The Dark Web Rises. I'm intrigued <laughs> by that movie. The Dark Web Rises. Uh, Chris Richardson at 365, he had a couple. These are just a sampling. We uh, did this for over an hour on Twitter, so I apologize. Yeah, okay. Uh, Pocahontas, The Genocide Begins. <laughs> uh, Cinderella, One Woman's Tale of Lies and Tricking a Homosexual into Marrying Her. A little bit of, <laughs> that was a little bit of a long one. But. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Don't Make Him Angry, Belle Knows. <laughs> don't bestiality, don't AKA, judge. A.K.A. <laughs> the Jonathan Mixon story. Uh, let's see, uh, from Epic Film Guys. Toy Story, the toys are alive. Yeah. And from Neil at Dark Angels, Bambi, your mom is next. I like that. So you took a movie, a Disney movie and you <laughs> made it a horror film. I like it. I, I think you could do it really easily. Yeah, uh, there was a lot more on Twitter that we did. We did about 30 to 40 of these. So yes, Those were the best? Uh, no, just or, the, really. or just a no, sampling? Just a sampling. Just sampling. Oh, okay. I'll be honest, got bored, uh, the intern got bored typing I, them. I do remember Bambi... In the theater when I was a little kid, my I, you know, my grandma took me to go see that. And, again, not another good cartoon to bring a young kid to. Another Disney cartoon that's not really good. See, I think I learned for my, kids. Lack of, my lack of em- empathy. Yeah. Um, my lack of empathy for just everything. Uh, I think started with movies, and that was part of it. Bambi, mm. when the mom died, my mom was like, oh, my God, aren't you sad? No. He's got his dad. That's fine. Let's mm-hmm. go. I never, like, understood the, like, eh, yeah, it sucked. Oh, well, moving on. Yeah. I was never, uh, I think that's my lack of empathy in life. So, I blame it on Disney cartoons. Oh, yeah. So, what makes uh, you a great podcaster. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Captain Admiral Kirk, he had an up-down. Oh, yeah. So, if you have an up-down that you want to send in, send it to us at Bad Ideas Podcast or on Facebook at History of Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, he had down, San Diego Comic-Con is over and time for me to go home. Bad. The up- all the toys and stuff I got at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con, no need to shop for Christmas for the kids. There was mm. some fun little things at San Diego but Comic-Con. But can you hold on that long? Because you know what? Hold Today on. is Christmas in July. 
It is July 25th. It's July 25th. I don't know if Captain Admiral Kirk can actually... I, I'd have a hard time holding on to those gifts for Christmas yeah. for kids, because I want to give it to them right away. Uh, Captain Admiral Kirk, Kirk might be our San Diego Comic-Con uh, correspondent next year for All a week. All right, cool. Ooh. Uh, quick thing, the Twitter poll of the week since I was on vacation, I kind of let that slip. Uh, we have one t- one g- uh, video game console you, tournament. You were on vacation. Yeah. Who exp- didn't you find it relaxing to be away from social media? Yeah, I didn't look at it most awesome? all day. It's great to be disconnected. It's yes. great to drop out, you know, tune out and drop out. Um, Nintendo NES is already in the finals. Uh, this week going on right now on Twitter... You can vote Super Nintendo versus the Sega CD versus the Sony PlayStation. And I'll just tease it right now. The Sega CD actually has votes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's going on, but they do have votes. Those are the vote for the worst people that tried to get Sanjaya to win. <laughs> Sanjaya! Oh, Jesus. Okay, so let's do some listener feedback. And we're starting off listener feedback as usual. We start off with uh, Ape Hands. Can't give yourself a nickname. Doug. 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 Anyways, uh, number one fan, Doug, says, uh, Bengals, that's American football, received $55 million from relocation fees. Can they upgrade their stadium without using taxpayer money? Hashtag this league. Can they? Yes. Will they? No. <laughs> no. Again, we talked about the NFL and fuck that league. Uh, let's just say this. Um... I will say that the Bengals will never leave Cincinnati, and a little inside Cincinnati thing here, they have the best uh, deal in sports, because if somebody else best gets... Best stadium deal. Stadium yeah. deal. Because if something somebody else gets a nicer new toy at their stadium, they can upgrade to it, and we'll pay for it. And the taxpayers pay for the billionaires' luxuries. Yes. To Another make more I'm money off of the, us. Another reason I'm souring on the NFL. But hey, we're not doing blackouts anymore. Aren't you guys happy? Well, yeah. You shouldn't have been doing that anyway. Oh, they shouldn't have, but I'm happy they aren't doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, you have to be watching Bengals games in the first place to appreciate it. Well, the best part is, well, like, <laughs> you coming from Cleveland, they had the long <laughs> string of blackouts there for a while. Hey, no, it they was, don't. They did? No, they didn't. It was your senator that really got it pushed through. What are you talking about? Well, I, people I, in Cleveland that are you talking about the, the years Browns? that there weren't any Cleveland Browns no, team? I'm talking. About are you talking about that when they when <laughs> they the, that, the when, when the man who shall not be named moved the moved the team uh, to Baltimore? If, if you're talking about the last 16 years, because they really don't have a team during that time. There's either. no blackouts. There's no longest blackouts. What are you talking about? They had blackouts. That's what's great about Browns fans. We don't do blackout streaks. They did they're sold out? They weren't. You're lying. Look it up. Fake news. Uh, Senator was a fake Sharon podcast. Brown. Sharon Brown was all you know why? upset because the, the they kept blacking it. You yeah. guys blacked out a Monday night football game. I have no idea what you're talking about. If Hunter McAllister says. You, you want to put your head in the sand, you go ahead and be an ostrich. Wait. <laughs> Maybe a flamingo? Penguin? Don't they all put their hand in the sand? What about a dodo? Oh. Your team is like that. They're dead on rival. Hey, when we win two games this year, we'll have doubled our output. Good I'm not. Point. No one else can say nobody that. Nobody else can say that. <laughs> the Bengals, nothing but losing in your guys' future. You, you know what? It really doesn't matter because it's fucking NFL and I don't care anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much done on it. True. Anyways, uh, Money. 
Thanks, Doug, for doing that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, let's do baseball. We like baseball. Yes, yes, we do. I want to do the. Uh, we already did the Disney thing, so let's do baseball, Jeff or uh, Blake. The MLB draft. Live regarding Hobie's MLB draft. This Third is, baseman. This is where you pick your uh, <laughs> best favorite players. Sometimes getting to third is better than a home run. Yeah. Uh, that's later. That's later for Nick. Uh, yes, uh, we are at third basements this week. If you want to join us, just <laughs> let us know. Send us a list. I have a spreadsheet of everybody uh, who they picked. You can pick anybody that uh, played baseball during your lifetime. Yes. So there you go. Apparently old-timers games count too. Yes. <laughs> We're pretty lenient. Yeah. Uh, I'll just give you some options. Dev. Big, uh, Dev the side guy. He has Brandon Inge and Adrian Beltre as his third baseman. I'll be happy to put anybody else's two-third baseman against his. Okay. Uh, let's see. He also, uh, Ape Hands Doug has Brooks Robinson and Mike Schmidt. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd has Mike Schmidt and Chipper Jones, but he almost took a juiced-up Ken Caminiti. <laughs> uh, it was an MVP one year on the juice. Uh, Captain Admiral Kirk had Tracy Woodson from the L.A. Dodgers and Matt Chapman from the A's. His is the all-fictional baseball team, so from movies and TV shows. So there you go. Do, do we know which movies or TV shows these ones are from? Uh, no, I have not checked those yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Randall Holt has Wade Boggs and Scott Rowland. So there okay. you go. Uh, we're waiting for Besotic Geek and Des Hassing to send theirs in. So, And anyone else that wants to get in on this. So there you go. Uh, Blake, Jeff, who are you going with, your third baseman? I'm going with, well, I have to go with the guy who went to my alma mater, guy who, you know, we share a common background with, Mike Schmidt. Ugh. God. What do you mean, ugh? Oh, Mike God. Schmidt's a good pick. Mike Schmidt. I don't He's know. a good pick. Yeah, well, He's up there with Rod Carew. Don't get me fucking started on Rod Carew. <laughs> uh, but uh, Mike Schmidt and then... With apologies to Scott Rowland, who I thought I was going to go with, until I realized I forgot about Chipper Jones. Good old Larry Jones. Chipper Jones is a good one. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, Blake, not, I'm not necessarily a fan of the Braves or anything, but Chipper's run there pretty much coincided with when they were good. Okay. Uh, Blake, who are your third basements? Um, I don't have any. Okay. So I didn't prepare. Good job. And then, if I did... I would have like come up with something witty, like two cricket players. Okay, okay, but you for didn't. Our, for our international fans. But you didn't. But I didn't. Do they have third bases in cricket? No, but they got wicket guys. He's a cheeky monkey. Uh, okay, well I'm going with George Brett, is my third baseman. Okay. And I'm going because I need a leader on the team. I'm going Scott Rowland. I do like Scott Rowland. No, like I said, I was probably going to go Scott Rowland until I was talking to my brother, and he's like. What about Larry? Larry, I, like, I forgot about Larry. So Here's a guy that, man, think about him. He used to have such a great career and fell off the face of the earth. Michael Lowell from Miami. Remember him? Eh, he had a couple good years. I don't yeah. have a problem with Michael Lowell. I liked him. I'm just saying. he kind of. Uh, well, that's because he went to the Yankees and didn't perform as well at the Yankees. How about uh, the Big Panda? <laughs> uh, no. He ate himself out of baseball. Uh, right right now, the one to look at right now is uh, Nolan Arenado. Yes. Colorado. He's 
probably will end up making that list before his career is done. Yeah, Arenado. I had him in uh, fantasy baseball, I think, last year or the year before. Uh, I was also thinking Tim Wallach, just because I really liked Tim Wallach okay. growing up. All right. I really sure. did. Um, yeah. You, you want Chris Savo on your list, too? No, I actually p- almost picked Buddy Bell because I really liked Buddy Bell growing up. And I was like, I can't do that. No, you can't. You're right. uh, uh, also, one guy, uh, also just to let you know, nobody picked Brooks Robinson. Your Thank God. just did. BSI, Tim. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> he one, doesn't have faith that we're going to finish this. I'm going to say one, uh, not many people that are in our our listenership were alive to see Brooks Robinson. True, play. true. I'm actually surprised Doug is. Doug's pretty old. Yeah, I know. I know. He's only a couple years older than I am, I thought. Um, and, yeah. and no one also picked uh, uh, Evan Longoria. Yeah, uh, Chipper's better. Longoria has kind of felt he kind of fell off face of the earth. He's not having that great of a year. I've got him on my fantasy team right now, actually, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brooks Robinson is still alive. Just let you know. <laughs> That's a surprise? Yeah, he's 80 years old. Uh, anyway, so next week we'll be doing short stops. If anybody would like yeah. to uh, send those in, we appreciate it. Or the uh, international Robinson. crowd could send in midfielders. Ooh. Uh, Brooks Robinson played through 1977. Oh, he played that late. I was yeah. thinking it was He only had 47 at bats. He uh, had seven hits in his last year for Baltimore. All right. So i just let you know. He, uh, the last uh, three years of his, t- his career, 270, or I'm sorry, uh, 201, 211, and 149 batting averages. All right. So, There's a reason he retired. Yes. So there you go. Uh, so those are our teams this week. And uh, Blake, go ahead and do us some corrections. Uh, sure. So corrections coming from uh, APAN's Doug regarding Disney rides coming to Disney World. Jeff and, and I talked about this last week. And he would know because, you know, he's the Disney file. Did we not say that Jeff, Doug would be doing corrections for he us? He definitely called that one. Yes. He says uh, Ratatouille is in Paris Tron Coaster is in Shanghai. I think we actually reversed those uh, last week. So I don't even remember. I know we talked about some rides coming over, and I got confused by what we were talking about last week, so I don't even know what we figured. There you go. All right, so uh, next we got from uh, Nikki, our favorite Kiwi, mm-hmm. from uh, Old Zealand. New Zealand! She says, uh, I don't think I can listen to Jeff anymore. Australia? Question mark, exclamation, question mark, exclamation. Yeah. She didn't capitalize it. If she did capitalize, I would have yelled it. Well, she capitalized the A. Also, the Gold Coast is where all tourists go. What? Gold Coast of what? Africa? Gold Coast of Australia. There's this one is, in Australia? This and the next yes. two questions are talking about the, our top five vacation destinations we want to go to. All right. Well, yeah. I need to address Nikki's comments. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. Second part first. I'm like... Everybody I've ever dealt with or whatnot, whenever they talk about Australia, the only thing they know is Sydney, and that's the only thing they ever talk about, and that's the only thing they want to go see as a tourist. It's probably different in New Zealand when you talk about Australia, but I'm just putting that out there. I know a married couple that did a Lord of the Rings tour in New Zealand. Yes. And they loved it. Yeah, we're talking about Australia right now because... Yeah, but I'm talking about New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Get into my next point. She's all upset because I put New Zealand at number two on my places that I want to visit, uh-huh. and Australia at number one. Yeah, and she was fine with Jason tying Australia and New Zealand. Hello. My problem is 
I took New Zealand as a separate entity than Australia, where Jason is combining them together, saying the only reason I would go to New Zealand is because it's near Australia. Well, and you might as well swing by that. and hit it, you know. I want to take a New that Zealand close. trip separate from an Australia trip. I don't want to combine them because I want to enjoy New Zealand for what New Zealand has to offer, not because of its proximity to Australia. Can't wait to Australia. One of those animals eats you alive. Yeah, like the drop bears we talked about. Yes. Koala. Bears. The koalas. So, uh, well, there we go. But or get molested Nikki, by a Nikki's kangaroo. Nikki's not listening to me anymore, apparently, so <laughs> so she won't even hear that. So. That's true. All right, Nikki, you can unplug your ears now. Uh, from uh, Cotton at Big Cottoned. He says, I'm here in Phoenix, Arizona. You don't want to vacation here. That's all in capital letters. I'm sorry if your volume's turned up. It's uh, it's monsoon season in Arizona. Dry heat does exist. Hashtag swamp butt and hashtag 108 degrees Fahrenheit and humid. That is a hot weather. I've been to Phoenix, Arizona, I and I agree. I like Phoenix. It's hot. It is, it is hot, dry hot. Better than Florida heat. How many windshields do you have to replace in Phoenix, Arizona? Uh, a lot, I would say. Yeah. Actually, not a lot because they have a lot of uh, tinted windows because No, I'm talking the about the, the sand and driving around. I, I hear that actually could create a lot of... Issues. Issues, yeah. Well, welcome to Insurance Talk yes. on the Hobie Network. <laughs> uh, Claim Central uh, will be premiering next Friday. Yeah. Everybody get excited about your deductibles. <laughs> uh, are they a myth or not? Uh, also, they are not a myth. Deductibles are real. Not at fault accidents. Do you really pay in the long run? <laughs> All right. Uh, Condon also has another quick question coming from Twitter right now. Because uh, this is concerns his job. Why do women's laboratories... You're fired. Oh, I'm sorry. Why do women's laboratories always smell like low tide? This blunted custodian needs to know. <laughs> Please send your complaints to Cotton at Graphic Novice. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Thank you, Cotton. I thought women's restrooms always smelled like hand soap. They always do. They smell so hand nice. lotion. They have like fucking couches in there. Yeah, there's couches in our women's room and our at work. I don't get that in the men's really? room. Yeah. Oh. They yeah, even but, have you know, magazines in there. But I've seen what happens in a men's restroom. Even at work, it is nasty. People it's are true. fucking disgusting. Yeah, we, we've talked about the quad toilet problem. Yeah, but what I've noticed... What do they do at work? I don't home? know. You know, we're working in a place that's open to the public, so huh? public restrooms. Women don't know how to use trash cans, it seems like, because they throw all their paper towels on the floor. Uh, like, I don't know how many more times we have to clean up paper towels. Well, if you put the wastebasket by the door on the way out, that would help. Oh, but one, I know one, what you're talking about. Where I worked, we didn't have doors. Yeah. We just had uh, corridors, and you said so you had to walk through them. Mm-hmm. So you beads. They have the beads Ooh, from beads. the 70s. <laughs> you didn't have to touch a door. It wasn't something like that. <laughs> Thank God. This, this is from your holistic job? <laughs> With the beads on the door. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Jeff is a very holistic man. Holistic cinema? Yes. But it's like, and, and and I can understand if they like miss the can or they fall out of the can if as long as they're near the can throughout the but, entire bathroom. That's insane. Paper towels that's thrown it. everywhere. In the men's room in a place that I you know go to to work on weekends in DFAT, you know Columbus sometimes. Yeah. There, in in the weekend, we're the only people there, and we I go to the men's room and there's a pile of. A pile, a pile of hand towels by the door. It's like people grab the hands, walk it out. They don't throw it in the trash can underneath the 
dispenser. That makes sense. But they open the door. They just throw it down on the on the floor. I'm like, what a bunch of pigs. Yeah. I agree. Fucking lazy. Bastards. Assholes. I think those are the people who don't want the germs of touching the door. So I do that too, but I also throw it back yeah, into the trash can. That's why you do the pinky hook. Nope, you do your shirt. You, you know? do your shirt. Too. Oh my gosh. You do your shirt. Yeah. That's why you just freaking open the damn no. door. No, too many germs. No. Nope, too many germs. Or use your teeth, but don't oh, put your you tongue go. on a door. <laughs> if you're don't, that big, don't don't wash the handle before you leave. No, same thing. Fucking same shit. thing. There's no germs anymore. If, if you're fucking that, if you're that comes, bad, if you're that bad, carry the goddamn hand hand sanitizer in your pocket. They make it small enough to do that. I don't know what that is. Unless you've used it up in the men's room. But anyways, for what? I don't know. Oh, okay, it burns. Doesn't make a good lube. <laughs> <laughs> what you need is a good lube job. <laughs> He's sitting there all day. Yeah, there you go. Look at oh, art. Oh, look at that painting. No, oh, no. look at that. Oh, those eyes just follow you wherever. Come on, Mona Lisa. Oh, Mona. Look more uncaring. Oh, Come on, Mona. Come, Come on, on, Lisa. Mona Lisa. Oh, let's do it, Lisa. Oh, Lisa, yeah, Lisa, Lisa. That's why Leonardo called her oh, Mona Lisa. That's right. Give me those dead eyes that so many women have in the past to me. Come on, do it again. Give me those dead eyes. You know, I'm kind of scared that the plucked eyebrow oh, thing is coming back. Oh, I'm about to say, do you, do you realize the Mona Lisa? Lisa, uh, like Whoopi Goldberg, has no eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Mona. It's, it disturbs me. Mona. All right, anyways, from Doug, he says, I like your top five places we could go get free accommodations from our podcast friends. <laughs> Hashtag Cheapskate. Leave us alone, we're on vacation. Hey, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not yeah. If you can give me a free handout, I'll take it. Oh, I'm sorry. You said handout. Hand okay. Out. Okay. Woo. I said, I said, out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although, hell, if you can give me a free hand job, I'll take it, too. Ah, we've hit a new low. There you go, podcast oh. partners. <laughs> you want to get Jeff in your studio? Hello? Now you know. Neil? Just asking. Just. Dev? You say that like that's a new low. I mean, come on. We've been lower than the that. The show has reached a new low. <laughs> ah, go ahead, Jeff. Like. Uh, recording episode 184. No, regarding. Oh, regarding. Sorry. I'm like, well, dude, we're on 186. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Regarding. It's dark in here. I can't fucking see. Lamp. Uh, regarding episode 184 and Hobie's first car, favorite cars. You know, we, we uh, when you're talking about, that uh, wasn't my Monte, Monte Carlo mm-hmm. first, first car stories. We didn't even put this out on Twitter, but people just started talking about there's, it. There's, there's something great. romantic about remembering your first car. Or favorite car. Or yeah. favorite car. How you got it, why you liked it, what it meant. See, I, I was thinking about this when I was reading everybody's first cars. And nowadays, I think I don't think uh, young 16-year-old teenagers can relate as much as we did because the internet and social media is so prolific now. You know, it, you have your freedom. You can you have your freedom sitting in your basement on your phone, iPad, TV, PlayStation, game console, whatever. You didn't have that before the internet and all that kind of stuff. So when you got your car, your first car, that meant freedom, baby. That meant you got away from your mom and dad. You got out of the house. You go places. Now you can go places on your phone. You know. So I think that's why the the whole ro- the whole romantic. First car thing is lost on the new generations these days. Now for them it's like what their first iPhone? I don't know. Yeah. First cell phone? I don't know. But anyways, from uh, Dev, he says uh, regarding first cars from episode 184. My first car was a 1984 Mercury Topaz. Second car was a 99 Geo Chevy Metro sedan. He goes, I miss that car. 
Probably had good gas mileage on that Geo Metros. I mean, those things were small and had, like, what, three cylinders or something? But you can get, like, 60 miles per gallon. Okay, I've got a question here. What? Seven. I, I, I've met Dev. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm curious how he fit in a <laughs> Geo, Geo Metro. Because <laughs> his tiny hands. Oh, it's probably the tiny hands. Tiny. That's right. Uh, from uh, Genie. Uh, my first car was 1994 Ford Explorer. Uh, second was a 2002 PT Cruiser. So glad when I didn't have that car. Hashtag car hate. I would too because the PT Cruiser was really just that. Um, oh, what is it? That Chrysler. Uh, ah, that Plymouth. Uh, what's what's that chick car? All the girls had them. Sure. Prism. No, not a Prism. What was it again? It's a, the chassis on the PT Cruiser was actually neon. a neon. Yeah, yes, neon. neon. Yeah. That was actually a neon. Yeah, it was a Dodge with a neon chassis. Car yep. shell. Uh, yeah. The funny thing is, after Jeannie wrote that about 1994 Explorer, somebody wrote in, and I didn't put it on here. She's uh, somebody said, "Hey, that's what I'm driving now." <laughs> <laughs> By choice. No, uh, no, Jeannie. That's salty language, Jeannie. Yes, she'll okay. be on the podcast next right. week. Uh, next one from Daddy Waffle. Yeah, we love Daddy Waffle. It's uh, McDonough. He says, 1994 Ford Ranger. That thing used to go off ramps the best. Ford Rangers were fun cars, fun trucks. They're all over the Far East, let Are me tell you. <laughs> prefer That is the uh, Afghan National Army uh, combat vehicle. <laughs> the Ford Ranger. That's why you can't buy them anymore. They, they bought them all up. <laughs> Probably the 94 ones. Yeah. Now, now Toyota Tundras, you know, that's the preferred car for ISIS. That's their battle wagon. Um, battle wagon? I'm serious. That's like some I'm from not He-Man. kidding. No, I believe it just sounds like some from He-Man. Yeah. All right. But uh, anyways, uh, Captain Admiral Kirk, hmm? 1954 GMC 100 pickup, then a 1965 Datsun pickup, like now 50- known as Nissan. I love the 54 GMC 100. That's nice. I yeah. like that. Yeah, 1954, those nice curves. Did right. it have wings on them? That's what I want to know. Tail fins? Could be. On the pickup? Yeah. Hey, that's, that used to be a thing back in the day. They had tail fins on everything. Yeah. Uh, then uh, let's see. Chad Rose, Mr. Chad Rose. Uh, my first were a 1971 Skylark in 1988. Wow. And in 1989, obviously it only lasted a year. Uh, 64 Mustang Ragtop 289. Dude, that's sweet. But I shared it with my dad, so not 100% my first car. <laughs> Your dad's like, son, I want to drive that. <laughs> uh, Plymouth was mine. 95 Plymouth Duster. Oh, God. Talk about a diminished brand. <laughs> you know, my uh, my one buddy, uh, Ronnie, had a, uh, a Ford Nova. No, no, Chevy Nova. Sorry, Chevy Nova. Crappy blue Chevy Stick Nova. shift Chevy Nova. That thing was awesome. It had a lot of horsepower. But it had, you remember if you watch the old Joker's Wild, you <laughs> hashtag, you know, or go to Google, ask for Joker's Wild. And that big, that big uh, throttle you pulled back to yes. spin the cards, that's what he had in that Chevy Nova. And when we so we joke about the Joker's Wild stick shift. <laughs> so when he would shift gears, I would sit in the back, go, brruh, brruh, Joker, 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 until I get thrown out of the car. You know. Uh, I just Googled the Plymouth Duster. God, I forgot yeah. about how bad those were. Yeah. But oh. uh, uh, next one from Trico Lutkins. Hey, Trico. Uh, Lutkins, Lutkins. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing your name correctly. Uh, yeah, just next time, just send it phonetically <laughs> for Jason. 
Uh, it says, uh, oh, no, the intern. Sorry. Uh, at, so Trico looks at Trico, not Trico. Well, it's better visual, Joe. All right. <laughs> I had 95 Intrepid. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated I hate it. the goofy-ass design of the inner tie rods and not being able to get to the battery. I hated the Intrepid. Yeah, see, the, the person that does his own maintenance, obviously, uh, which is good. Uh, from Besotted Geek, Plymouth Acclaim. No idea what year, <laughs> but pretty much looked like this. He sent us a picture on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I have no idea what it looked like. but This. But go to our Twitter. Where can you find us on Twitter? A Bad Ideas Podcast. Yeah, okay. And then uh, update a lot. from uh, El Heno, first card, 1969, El Camino, black. I never liked the El Camino, Camino growing up, but as I've gotten older, I appreciate it. Yeah. Especially the old ones. Actually, if you ask me what car El Heno had, I would say El Camino fits perfectly. For El Heno. El Heno, that's right. I wonder what color it was. Oh, he said black? He said black. Black. Okay. El Camino, black. That's right. Okay. Uh, there's one for sale right now. Uh, $14,995. I found a black one. There you go. From 69? Yeah. Yeah, 1969 El Camino. There yeah, it is. Yeah, look at that thing. There it's a nice shape. Look at that. 14000 Yeah, it's a nice shape. Look at that thing. Oh, Here. It's awesome. 14, El Camino's are... Oh, hey. are El Camino's, yeah, El Camino's if you're a classic car guy. Oh, I'm not a classic car guy. Oh, there you go. You know, but... But, you know, but going back to the my driving tangent, you know, anytime, you know, the, the kids, the girls are 21... And any time that they have to drive a period of time, like here back to school or anything like that, it's 45 minutes or an hour, yeah. they argue the whole time about who has to drive. You know why? It's because they don't want to get off their phones for 45 minutes. It's crazy. That's what you should have crazy. a rule, then. If I'm driving, you can't be on your phone. Yeah, exactly. That's why I end up driving all the time. <laughs> can't, can't be on your phone. Everywhere. Shouldn't be eating up all your data minutes anyway yeah. on the road. Yeah, Unless you have exactly. unlimited data. Hell yeah! It's awesome. Sure. I'm trying to convince people that they shouldn't be driving on the road. Using sorry, sorry, sorry. Exactly. One, sorry. one it, it, it drains your battery pretty damn quick when it's trying to find data and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I, we always wanted to drive. I, exactly. Yeah. I, driving, I always, meant, uh, that's what I, driving meant freedom, man. Yeah. It doesn't anymore. You get freedom on your phone now. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, but hey, anyways, if you have a favorite car story or your favorite first car, let us know. Tweet us at Bad Ideas Podcast. There you go. Uh, so, anyways, uh, moving on. Captain Admiral Kirk's got some more. He says, uh, were you happy with Comic-Con San Diego? Sure. And we'll talk about it here at News of the Geek coming up. All right. Teaser. And then from Kevin, Hobie's thoughts on Joss Whedon's finishing Justice League. $25 million in reshoots so far. Can't yes. But do you know why there's reshoots? Uh, they said they're trying to add a little bit more humor. And yes. punch up the dialogue. Yes, uh, probably because Wonder Woman did so well. They said, we yes. can't fuck this up. The, the, the problem, Nick, they're uh, putting out these trailers. Oh, I hope they get better humor than what they're putting in the trailers. See, no. we disagreed on this, Jeff, on I, vacation. I liked the Flash in the, the trailer. I, I did, like, anything that you was supposed to be an obvious joke, I thought was just so terrible and obvious. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, but, you know, the, the hard part is I just read an article before coming here, and I didn't get it to you in time. Mm-hmm. You know, to, or I think to, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Uh, it's talking about, so the difficulty is all the big scenes and major scenes are shot. So they're trying to do in the tie-in scenes to link these major scenes together. Yeah. 
And the most interesting fact is Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill? Cavill? Cavill. Cavill. This is awesome. Superman. His mustache. He's He's doing all the reshoots in a mustache. So now everybody knows Superman is back in. Yeah. But they have to CGI his mustache out of the reshoots because his conflict with shooting a different movie. Mission Impossible 6. Where he has to have a mustache. And he has a mustache. And they won't let him shave the mustache. Correct. Yes. And the guy playing uh, playing the Flash is doing okay because he's shooting... um, uh, Harry, uh, the Fantastic Beasts movie, the sequel. Oh, okay. And that's Warner Brothers as well. So they said they're fine to, you know, help each other. You know, it's a Warner yeah. Brothers thing. They said Cavill is an issue though because he's flying back and forth from different countries. He's flying back yeah. and forth. <laughs> uh, they said so it's killing like their time. He flew back uh, from Australia for liter- to America for literally a one day of shooting with uh, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, some more scenes. Hey, that's called dedication. Here's the and best if part. If I was shooting with Gal Gadot, I'd fly from anywhere. <laughs> Here's the best part. They said, luckily Ben Affleck has no other movies in the pipeline, so he's free to do the reshoots. <laughs> that made me laugh. I don't know why. By no other movies, you also mean the Batman. <laughs> yes, which has been delayed. Beware of the Batman. <laughs> I just thought that was fine. Ah, these guys all have other movies. Ah, so much Ben Affleck. Sorry. All right. Uh, let's but, uh, go on. Skip the listener reviews. Let's do some Nick Albright. Oh, we can do the listener reviews real quick. Okay, go right ahead. Do it real uh, quick. We got a lot of listener feedback hey, this week, and we appreciate they that. They had to listen to my Wonder Woman. That's right. So let's... now we have to listen to theirs. Okay, if you got a listener right, so review, real... tweet us. All right, real quick. APN's Doug, the boss. Melissa McCarthy. Started out with potential, ended in mediocrity. She sat in a sink. She did. I saw it. Uh, Next one. Kevin at Cincy Explorer regarding Dunkirk. Now, this is on my to-see list, by the way. Wow. All capital letters. Christopher Nolan is a bloody genius. A true filmmaker for our time. Also saw Spider-Man Homecoming. First half was good. Didn't pick up until the second half. Also, what's with Paltrow getting top billing in credits? I didn't even realize she was third highest on in credits. Gwyneth Paltrow's in what movie? Dunkirk? Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, Spider-Man? What, is she a teacher? No, she's Tony Stark's uh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, pretty much everyone did. She showed up for the last five minutes. And, and she's third like, billing yeah. credit? Um, she's got a good agent. I wonder how much she cost. Way too much. For that scene? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they could have done without it. I know they want to tie it in and whatnot, yeah. but they could have done without it for the amount that it probably cost. Yes. And, well, maybe it didn't cost them as much if they gave her third billing. I don't know. I did like that suit, though. Mm, Spider-Man suit was pretty hey, damn awesome you at know. the end. Oh, I thought you meant the suit that uh, Gwyneth was in. Oh, well, I can't go wrong with that either. Hey, you know, I I could always get me some more Gwyneth Paltrow. No, she starts uncoupling and I'm uh, Hey, but that's the best part about her. She's uncoupled. That's right. Crazy ones are the best ones. That's right. Uh, Meow God. OMG. Loving Valerian. Well, you're about the only one. Yeah, I know what I was about to say. <laughs> I love Valencia oranges, but uh, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be the same villain. Uh, yeah, uh, good for you. I'm glad you do. Uh, we got to talk about them. Yeah, box office but, but but keep sending us listener reviews. All right, just because we make fun of you, that means we like you. That's right. Which brings me to Daz. Oh, Daz. I love, we love Daz. Our most educated listener. He is our most educated listener. He says, uh, you know, I heard he graduated super magna cum laude. Yes, yes. Important industry loves him. They're drafting. <laughs> Anyways, Des Hassing. 
finished the mid-season finale of Fear the Walking Dead, and while I found some aspects of the Indian representation problematic, or problem, I thought it was pretty decent overall, at least within the construct of an antagonist, and pretty three dimen- pretty three dimensional. I give it a B plus. <laughs> I also really like that they you know B plus joke. All right. I also really like that they call themselves the nation because pretty much uh, all of us support tribal sovereignty. He uh, is part Indian Native American, so yes. I, uh, we asked him a couple episodes ago what his thought was on that. Yes, he's and... our he's our local SJW. So. Good for thank you, Des, for that. Yeah, it's I like, good. I like it, seeing the other aspect of it, like how people do true, feel about it. True, but I'm I'm glad to the fact that he understands that uh, in TV shows, it's pretty much it's easy to make the antagonist a stereotypical character because yes. you don't have to do as much character building, etc. And you know what? I agree. I found it a little cheesy, but it was still overall okay. And so mm-hmm. I'm glad to find that does had kind of like the same opinion. All right, thanks, Des. Next. Uh, we got Nick Albright. Yeah. Oh, I missed you, Nick. It's been a long, hard week without you. What's Nick been doing without sending love questions to Jeff? I think he's been using hand sanitizer more and more. Hmm. Mm. So, Jeff-alicious. Oh. Did you think... There was too much Never Reliance on Iron Man 60 minutes baby In Spider Man That's illegal he can't be in Spider Man He's only 15 in the movie Home Coming Yeah Hashtag, I'd be your inverted kiss any day. Yeah, baby. Do uh, it. Yeah, I think there was a little bit too much reliance on Iron Man and Spider-Man, but honestly, less than I thought based off the trailers. That was a All right. very... I think inverted kiss, wasn't that from the original Spider-Man? Yes. yes. Okay, well, anyways, our Nick Albright music this week was Making Love Music, Sexy Songs for Tantric Love. Ooh, speaking of Iron Man. Inspired by Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow. I see what you did there, Tantric Iron Man. I get it. You look at you. You so Thank you, YouTube. Please don't sue us. All right. And finally, wrapping it up from Professor Number One at Doctor Number One, I would love to see Jason and Jeff rubbing suntan lotion on each other. Is there a video of that? Yes. If you pay $225 per month for our Patreon account and uh, take care of our podcast fees, yes, there will be. Uh, should I be consulted about that <laughs> first? You were passed out drunk. It's okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I use hand sanitizer. How do you think? How do you think Hunter got his first name? <laughs> oh, I'm Hunter Mandelista. That was Southern. What happened? That was Louisiana. Oh, I'm, not. I'm Hunter McAllister. Hello. I want some sweet tea next to my estate. Thank you very much. I'm going to go <laughs> skeet shooting after this. Yes, I am. Hello, Hunter. Hey. Uh, hi, I am Remy LeCroix. Can I come over for some hunting lessons with you, Hunter McAllister? Well, of course you can, Remy LeCroix. I love that hula hoop you have. Come on over here. Pants optional. <laughs> Why are you speaking my language? Uh-huh. 
Imagine putting up with that for seven days. Oh, God. I pity you. Uh, How did you do it? I mean, with other than large amounts of alcohol. Uh, there were large amounts of alcohol. And, well, also we, we got to tease Jason the entire week because within the hour of first getting to the condo, yeah, Jason uh, got stuck in the elevator twice. <laughs> I did. That's awesome. Fucking elevator. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, made, he made everyone else afraid to use the elevator I would, because of his incompetence. Especially if he's walking around his Hunter McIntyre, I would too. McAllister! I, I keep my children away from him. That's McAllister. <laughs> hey, I have a question for listener feedback for next yeah. episode. Yes. And this is kind of off topic, but I was thinking about this on the way here because I had to go to a different dining establishment because of plans that had changed, et cetera. And they put on their suggested tip amounts. Right? Mm-hmm. And it went 15, 18, 20. Yes. And I looked at it because I normally, if you give me adequate service, I'm going to give you 20% no matter what. I agree. What. You start at 20 and you and then go, I go back. Yeah. yeah. Or yep. I'll go back down or if it's up. not that good. Yep. Or if the, sometimes if the kitchen screws it up, I'm not going to hold the waiter or waitress Correct. accountable because, you know. As long as they keep me informed. As long as they keep me informed and fix everything. But anyways, tipping. Now, this is something for our international listeners. listeners. This is a big American thing. You can tip, for example, in Europe, but you don't tip like we do. You know, and or sometimes in Europe you pay a table fee, like those damn Italians will charge you a table fee to sit down, and then they just re- recently started gratuity automatically on their bills, because that's oh. what they do in Italy to to tourists. But anyways, so America over here, right? The it's salary, your salary is built in with the expectation of a tip in the service industry. Yes, you know, so it's different here in the states. So, anyways, the tip I've always been taught, and this is where I got my next follow-up question. I've always been taught it's off of the subtotal. Not yes. you don't tip on tax. You're but right. But this restaurant, when I looked at it, I said that's not right because, believe it or not, I am good at math. I looked at it and I said that's not right, and I figured out they were putting the tip total based yeah. off of total that includes your taxes. Oh. So I'm under the under I'm under the impression that tipping should be off the subtotal, not the tax. Oh, you're 100 percent right. Thank you. I thought I was, but but, but, the, but also it's all tipping is also before any coupons you might use too. Correct. I tip as though you know if I got a five dollar coupon, I tip as though that five dollar was included in the coupon. Why? Yeah. You know because I used to be a bus boy and I used to work for tips and shit. So I I respect that. So anyways, my next question is, and I had my haircut this week, as you can see, haircut. Tipping for your haircut guy. Yeah, I always tip. Twenty percent? Does that still does that still apply? Twenty percent? I have no clue. How much do you tip? Because I had this thing because you know I'm moving and the movers gave me a bill and there was a line on there. They said, "Here's a tip if you like." And I asked them. I said, "Well, I've never tipped movers before. What's a good tip?" Oh well, you just put down whatever you like. I said, "No, no, no. Tell me what's a good tip because these guys did a good job. Tell me what's a good tip." And they wouldn't tell me. Because maybe they're being too humble. You know, I also let them take an, keep an ottoman that I was going to get rid of. They say, oh, we'll take it. All right, here, have it. You want an ottoman? Take it. I so, just, anyways, what, so uh, yeah, we haircut did, guy. So How much do you tip your hair barber? Haircut guy is about 20%. 20%? Yeah. So if it's but 10 bucks, you give him 12 Now my wife just That's shaved I, my head, so it's a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I cut my own hair. But so when my kids... I g- don't get... Tip from my barber. But do my kids go? Barbers tip the same as waiters and waitresses, or is there a different standard? I usually do about fifteen to twenty. I've also heard also for barbers or whatnot, 
if they own their own shop, you're not supposed to tip, or that tipping isn't. But if they're working in, if they rent that else's, little facility, yeah, uh, or you know, or if they're working for like a big chain or something, then you tip yeah, them, like but, super cuts or something. Yeah, yeah, like if I go to Dan's barber shop, you know, and Dan's cutting your hair, Dan's cutting my hair, then you know, Dan's really? setting the prices, so he gets. He gets everything. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. if, I, if I'm going to Supercuts and, and, you know, Sandra's cutting my hair, she can't charge what she wants to charge. She has to charge Supercuts, so you tip mm-hmm. them more. In terms of movers, we did that yeah. one. We've had movers once. I'm going to get a bunch of uh, bad press yeah. people yelling at me. No, you tip everybody everything. Yeah, but these are things I want to know. Well, here you go. Uh, with and movers. I was just thinking about it on the way here. That's why I'm bringing it up. We got a family discount because my yeah. uh, one of my relatives is pretty high up at a moving company. Oh, now it gets even more scandalous. Do you tip your relative? Well, he was you know, he, oh, he, he just said his company. They sent the best movers, but because he, we're family. now you're obligated to tip because you're family, I and you don't want to be the cheap ass. We got a big discount, so then you kind of equate. So now you doubly yeah. have to tip. And I we I think we did a hundred. I think we did 75, yeah. 75 or 100. Yeah, but they didn't move my whole stuff. This was just stuff to get the house out for showing. Oh, okay. And you you, you pay for a minimum of three hours. I got you. Yeah, it was two men in a truck. Okay. And they did a good job. In yeah. Cincinnati, by the way, free advertising. But Brought to you by three men in a truck. When they moved everything for us, yeah. uh, they did they did a great job within like six and a half hours. They did everything yeah. from our old house to the new house. So we did, I think, I think it was 75 actually is what we did yeah. because my wife and I had that same discussion. It's like, well, they did send us the, some of their best movers. They gave us three people instead of two. So then it's like, oh shit. So then you start, you know, now I think we you did gotta tip each person. We did 75 right? for the two of them combined. Yeah. And then the foreman got 50 because he was just basically directing. Yeah. So we did 125 is what I remember correctly. But we did 75 to the actual two movers. All right. So, so yeah, so I was perplexed. Has tipping yeah. changed in the States to the point where now you're adding tax into your tip? No. That is... Or that, that, that that's establishment cheap being cheap. To try and get you to, to pay more. To pay more, yeah. Okay. But then the barber thing. Because this disturbs me. Because I got a good barber. He only charges $10 for a haircut. So I've been paying him 12 this whole time. Now, when... Holiday season, I read you're supposed to pay like an extra haircut what? for like a tip. You didn't know that? No. Like, yeah, like you go to your hairdresser or or something like that. In the holiday, if you're regular, in the holidays, you pay double, and that's your holiday thing. I don't have that's a regular because my wife usually shaves my head. So yeah. for my kids, you know, if it's a $10, $10 haircut, you know, Couple bucks. Yeah. At Christmas time, I could see you doing five dollars maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm all right. What about physical trainer at the holidays? No. You what do you what, like you get your well, tra- it, tip your trainer something for the holiday or something? At that point it's gonna get ridiculous. If you want to give holiday uh bonus or a holiday yeah. gift to them, yeah. You know, I would think if you gi- feel it's a relationship that you think deserves to do it, but if they're expecting one, then yeah. I would, business, right. or I would do a gift card. business. I would do a gift card. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. All right. So yeah, I'm just interested. Other people come across these weird tipping. Mailman never tip a mailman. My God, let me tell you. Hey, I've put uh, McDonald gift certificates in the mailbox. For yes, my and mailman. then I have to hear about it from Apans right. how he hates McDonald's <laughs> gift cards. Did you know well, that I should stop and give him nothing? If you follow us on Facebook, Bad Ideas Podcast, it's you know that the McDonald's in Warrior, Alabama, is giving away free puppies with their Happy Meals. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> 
Are you going to tell that story? Yeah, why aren't you? Now that okay. you've teased it. So we stopped at McDonald's. Oh, God. In Warrior, Alabama. Warrior, Alabama. W-A-R-I-O-R. I think the woman was um, on something. Because the lady, the guy in Beth. front of me. <laughs> well, I was going to do Warrior, Alabama. Saying complaints. Uh, so anyways, this guy in front of me, he ordered a uh, chicken nugget meal. And she asked what type of dipping sauce. And he said honey mustard. And she goes, did you just say butter? And he's like, <laughs> no, honey mustard. She's like, because I was like, if you were saying honey mustard or butter, I'm going to be like, I've never had somebody ask for butter as a dipping sauce. No, but wait I until Jason's in the next car. Yeah. <laughs> so then, wait until Jason's in the next car. No, no, it was in line. Oh. It was inside. So then my kids wanted two Happy Meals. So I go up and I'm like, yeah, I need two chicken nugget Happy Meals. Did you say you wanted a puppy with that? <laughs> is that an option? I, I, do this I is why they're going to kiosks. And I'm like, no. She's like, because if you would have said, if you get a puppy, I don't get why, you know, she's like, I don't, I just don't think I would have seen that before. I'm thinking, or is this something that she just, coworkers are this is like a fun. joke? Yeah, they're like, I mean, hear everything they say. I would say what, that. See what the I reaction think she was are. high. Oh, you think she was? Yeah. So then I get back to the da- the table and I look yeah. at my wife. I was like, uh, apparently we're getting a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how we have room in the van, but we're getting a puppy somehow. See, now, now on, on Facebook, I did say the whole reason you had this problem in translation is that you didn't start your sentence off with this, I do declare. We were in Alabama, and Hunter McAllister should have made an appearance, and not Jason. I do declare. I do declare. I want two happy, me- happy meals. Let me tell you, God, McDonald's is awful. Tea. God, yeah. McDonald's is awful. That was about the only thing that we could find and that my kids would eat at that point. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. I know how. I know the struggles. Been there, done that. I had a quarter pounder. Guess what? That meat is still nasty and salty. You mean a McRoyale with cheese? <laughs> ah, All right. So anyways. This is your listener feedback. <laughs> it's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Okay. San Diego Comic-Con News. Uh, we'll go through some of these quick. Uh, let's start with Westworld. Did you see the Westworld trailer? Yes, I'm kind of excited at the fact that um, you know Evan Rachel Wood and um, what's his name? Yes, uh, are looks Scott like they're, Summers. They're hunting. Looks like they're hunting people. I did not expect Doris to start killing people. Yeah, so, she was hunting them down. Yeah, loved and, it and looking pretty pissed. Yes, that's awesome. And uh, and of course Arnold. Yes. You're like, hey, what's yeah. up? Are there several Arnolds? Well, he's helping the security guys. I yeah. like how they put... I don't think... I think he like, like got reset, and he probably thinks he's still human. Oh, I didn't think... It... I think that's why he's helping the security guys. I did yeah. like how the, it was cool to see the tra- uh, transition between the cars and the Western world. Like, they're driving these cars. Yeah. Yeah. It was Those pretty cool. Those cars do not look present day. No. They look futuristic, which I know it takes place in yeah. the future. They kind of look like the moon buggies. Yeah, they did. They look, and so I'm like, like a safari. Maybe they're on another planet. Car, you know. Uh, I did like in the man in black. I love how they show him at the end, close up on the face, and he's got blood splattered on his face, and and he's got the like this evil like enjoyment smile, like ooh, now the stakes are higher now. Uh, The one, yeah, he's enjoying it. The one guy they showed running away, Mm -hmm. he looked like the guy that uh, Jimmy or William let go naked. 
uh, the one owner's son. And you look like it from oh, the back. Oh, the, the Jimmy flashback. Yeah. You know, back when. And he I'm was. like, well, that doesn't make sense because he would be older. But it, I wonder if it's another flashback or something, maybe what yeah. happened to him. Could be. Could, I, could I'm be excited, though. Yeah. yeah. I'm, in, I'm excited about it. It I, looks good. I will say I think it was the best trailer of all the trailers I saw. Okay. I, I, I have to say I was fairly disappointed at the trailers that I saw. Ooh. I All right, so Westworld gets thumbs ups. Westworld right? thumbs up. I think the made it was Doris shooting, like her hunting them, like yeah. Hunter McCall. Well, you're making an assumption she's hunting. Yeah, we humans. don't know. Who's... Okay, it just looked badass her doing it. Yeah, let me she just say that. Badass. Her and Cyclops doing it, it is it, awesome. It, it didn't look like her being the victim. Yes. character role that she's, she's always been that. made out to be. Yeah, that's right. And I was happy to know Sir Anthony Hopkins in it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine uh, with him not being in bummer. it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I was kind of upset the man in black is still there. Damn it. I'm glad, but I'm also kind of like, oh, I wish they would have mm-hmm. been done with him. Uh, let's see. Justice League. I liked it more than the original trailer. I was. I'm more intrigued by the movie now than I was. I'm more skeptical of the movie based wow. on it. I mean... was, was that Cyborg? That's... Yes. Okay. That's I was Cyborg. trying to figure out who that was. They actually showed that he has a purpose. He can hack into anything. They finally at least introduced the character to the audience that didn't know him. Mm-hmm. And he looked better in the CGI. Obviously, they've had more yeah. time to flesh it out. Uh, all right. So everybody knows Superman is in Justice League. Yeah. yeah. But you don't really know how much he's in it. Correct. I'm thinking it's... Maybe the last and 15 minutes. probably the Alfred character. Well, apparently in a lot more because he's got that mustache and they keep bringing him back. Yeah, for they keep bringing him back for more. For reshoots are probably, uh, on, but, but, you know, they talk. Maybe it'll be like uh, Chris Evans, uh, the reshoot for the end of the Avengers. Where that just, would be awesome. He just kept his hand over his face because he had a full beard because he was <laughs> shooting uh, uh, that train movie. Yeah, or or, or there there was the big controversy in the original trailer. Was it uh, Alfred's talking to somebody saying, you know, glad you would show up, yeah. and then people think it was Superman's cape that's flying in a little bit of corner there. The yeah. one idea is that in the glasses of Alfred, there's the green reflection, green reflection of Green Lantern, and they did announce Green Lantern core this weekend. Yeah, so it could be the, they're happy that the Green Lantern's showing up. And they even talk about green the Lanterns in the trailer. That's why Steppenwolf came there on Darkseid, because there's no Lanterns to protect the planet. Ooh. And one of the quick little things. All right. I can't get past the name Steppenwolf. I can't. I keep I thinking can. of the rock band. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm like, God. Born to be wild. Uh, Riverdale. Think, oh, I think of the Herman Hesse novel. I don't know that. <laughs> I know. I got your reference. Uh, Riverdale, the trailer. I refuse to. Hands watch down, it. greatest trailer ever. That's the I'm sound talking of one man clapping. Bar none, <laughs> greatest trailer ever. I refuse to watch it. Uh, Marvel's Inhumans. Jeff, you were excited about this one. Uh, I'm not. Uh, it looked better than the first one. It I will it say it looked better. Um, I'm, I'm actually intrigued by it, but it, uh, the Medusa stuff. Yeah, with the hair. Bad. Yeah, I it's thought like, the dog I, looked bad too. Lockjaw. Is, is this the trailer that people actually laughed at? Yes. Yeah. And so that's why they're starting to panic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's past one season on. I, I, I think on the, TV. I think the the CGI on Medusa and and I don't know if how it's got to be difficult to make it look like someone's actually controlling their hair. Yeah. To do stuff, so I know it's difficult, but it 
looked pretty bad. And Medusa's costume was bad, too. Did it look as bad as Medusa from Clash of the Titans? In the, in the stop play animation? Yeah. Maybe worse. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Harryhausen's claymation from Clash of the Titans looked better. Blake likes it because the guy opens his mouth and he kills people. That's right. <laughs> I'm not good at oral sex. No. Uh, let's see here. Um, Ready Player One. Here you go, Jeff. Now, Ready Jeff Player won. One. Doctor Bednor wanted Doc- to be here, but he he couldn't. He was on call at the hospital, so he had to write a new song for a patient. Yes, <laughs> you are dying. Sorry yeah, about now, that. Now Bednar did want me to read that while I was on vacation. I didn't get around to it, and he, I think he's upset at me for not reading it. But I, I want to read it. I just don't have time. And I got another follow-up after yeah, this, go so ahead. go ahead. I'm just, uh, Ready Player One, uh, I don't think it really did any justice to what the hell is actually going on in the book. Um, and they spent a whole lot of time, like, the majority of the clip is the one, is the car race that was, like, small fraction of the story. And I'm like, if... if you're trying to draw this part in to make me excited of the movie version of this book I love. I think they showed all the wrong stuff. Oh, no. But I, I, I seen no. a little but, thing about there's all the Easter eggs are in the previews, though. Do you see that? That one? There's the, They're pointing at the, the Easter eggs. The orange giant? Yeah. And, I, I saw and, some Oh, yeah, there's the DeLorean. And it's, yeah. I like the DeLorean. I mean, now, granted, I'm not stopping through and I'm not going frame by frame to try and mind yeah. what's in there because I think that's I think you I think you got too much time in your hand if you don't shit like that. Yeah. I'm watching it at regular speed. I'll give you my impression. Well car chases are great action sequences. And that's all they were doing was showing you the, a great action That's sequence. it. Kinda like trying to show a action sequence for Tolkien. You know the whole battle, you know, Helm's Deep is not even a page and a half. But it's like yeah. three hours in the movie. One of <laughs> one of the Easter eggs in it that I'm looking at here, yeah. I'm looking online Collider. Uh, Collider. 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 Uh, the ninja-looking fellow, when he's walking down Collider. the hallway, is Deadshot from DC. Ooh. And uh, also Gandalf is dancing in the background. So there you go. I, I How did I know we were going to talk about Tolkien? There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see here. The Iron Giant is in there, obviously. Iron Giant. Uh, there's a, new, a reality version of Joust. From the Atari from 1982. Oh, I love that video game, Joust. I did too. Joust has an I mean, I, I wouldn't last more than six seconds, but I love that game. <laughs> but then you got laid up as an egg. The egg yeah. came back out. You came back out. But Joust plays an important part in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine from Stephen King's uh, book is in there. The uh, car that uh, killed people. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to let you know. Uh, okay, so... I know nothing about Ready Player One. I know you love it, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I looked at it, and I was with Jeff, obviously, this on vacation, and, I, and we saw the trailer, and I said, okay, from an outsider that knows nothing about it, that looks like the most generic, futuristic trailer you could put in. Okay, there's a car race. I know nothing about it except the one kid likes the 1980s because he has one line about the 80s. I wish I was born in the 80s. That's it. Yeah. It looked generic. I, I actually read some of the book reviews because... I'm- I almost got to the point of buying the book and downloading it, but then I got distracted and do something else. But I was reading the reviews, and I'll probably say about you know nine out of every ten review was positive for the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was always that tenth review where it was somebody who hated the pop culture references or couldn't identify with the pop culture references. Would, oh, and would probably be the only thing that would hold 
the movie and the book back. There, there's very good chance that you know if if you're not that, up on your eighties pop 80s, culture. I mean, it is definitely geared towards you know someone you know with with my background. Yeah, and and I can definitely see people who don't get the references are completely bored by it. Yeah, they said Spielberg has said the Iron Giant will play a big role in it, and I heard. I heard Spielberg, because there's a bunch of pop cultures in there, Spielberg directing this movie was... Going to put all of his in? No, what, <laughs> was very hesitant to put any of his in. Oh, really? It's like he he was trying to avoid, because he didn't, I think, want it to look like an ego trip or something. That yeah. Throwing all his things. I'm like, oh, wow, because there are obviously references to Spielberg things. I mean, I know, obviously, the DeLorean, because he produced uh, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And other things, but it's like, well, you can't have it without the DeLorean. If you couldn't get rights to use the DeLorean, you can't make the movie. Uh, that's a big one. They said um, Ernest Klein came out. Uh, he's been talking for the last year. I was reading some stuff online today that he is looking to make a sequel to the book. Okay. So he is the author of their book, yeah. obviously. Is it going to be Ready Player Two? Probably. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Stranger Things 2. Did you see that? Stranger Things 2 looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Did it looks very it? interesting. It's, it's not one. on the uh, Yeah, I, I just put some. I just put it, it in and turned it. I interpret that to be the et cetera that he put in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that looks awesome. It I love it. it. Stranger, it, as long as it, them all dressed up as Ghostbusters is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how they're all coming for everyone else except the one kid that was taken. Was that Mike? Or whoever it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. I can't remember. Will? Yeah. Will. Will, yeah. Will was the one that was taken. Mike yeah. was the one that was Help in me. love with Elle. Why well, no, no, Ryder looked batshit crazy, so that's good. She's back in it. It's <laughs> awesome. They almost got almost everybody back. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah. And they added uh, Sean Astin. Did you see that his cameo? No, I didn't. He was in it for like two seconds in the trailer. Oh, shit. And, and uh, what about... Uh, What's his name? You know, the, the guy who plays the sheriff. Uh, He's in there. Uh, Matt Modine? Yeah, Matthew Modine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Matthew Modine no. is the sheriff. How, how, how did that look in the... Uh... <laughs> uh, Thor Fragorock came for, out? For everybody that doesn't get the Matt Modine, Matthew Modine joke, that's who Jason Jeez. thought was playing the sheriff. In I which Matthew Modine sheriff. tweeted out, was to us, yes. to you. Thanks. <laughs> for the rapper, Thank you, Matthew Modine, for mocking like, yes. me. <laughs> the real Matthew Modine. Yeah. Uh, Thor Fragger Rock came out. That looked fun. I'm excited about it. Uh, yeah, I told you I saw that trailer in the theater and laughed. Uh, really? There's a new one. Oh, great. There's yeah. a new one. There's a new one. Uh, the, this one didn't look as good. You didn't think so? Not at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, also, uh, they announced... The Skrulls are coming to Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're in Captain Marvel, which that takes place in the 1990s. The Skrulls can change shape, correct? Yes. They're like they doppelgangers. Be, yep. They can become anybody. And that's why Secret Invasion, which was a decent little run, yeah. um, they start in, impersonating superheroes. So the idea is now that's how you get around Captain America, Tony Stark, like the actors, you know, being done with their contracts. The idea is that you know they were, some of them were scrawls recently, so you can recast them. I don't know how, Great. but there you go. Uh, Captain Marvel takes place in the 1990s, and when they asked uh, Joss Whedon when he was doing the original Avengers movie, I was reading this today. Uh, they asked, you know, he wanted the scrawls instead of the Chatorians as the oh. alien invasion, 
And they said, well, how come you didn't use the scrolls? He's like, maybe in this in this universe, they've been around since the 90s and have integrated into the society. He said that back in the Avengers uh, when that was filming. So the idea is now that's what the second Avengers instead of Infinity War is. It's going to be scrolls. So Infinity yeah. War will be the one coming out next year or whatnot. Yeah. But then the fourth Avengers movie will probably be a secret invasion, we're hoping. And supposedly somebody may or may not have leaked the Avengers Infinity War trailer at San Diego Comic-Con online. Uh, I may I would never watch that because that's not right. Uh, it's, you can't find it anymore. Uh, but the funny thing is the person allegedly hit, showed it at an angle behind somebody's head. So you saw like half of Thanos. <laughs> uh, he supposedly is throwing the moon, parts of the moon at the superheroes. Oh, great. Uh, but yeah, and supposedly, you know, it looked badass, but allegedly it was a, obviously the guy's trying to hide that he's filming it. So like everybody that saw it was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah, I see part of Chris, uh, Chris Pratt's head. Okay. There's, you know, the squirrel. That's it. Or Rocket Raccoon, I mean. So, it got good reviews. But you gotta admit, even part of Chris Pratt's head is enough. Yeah, which one? Just the tip. Just the tip. Uh, Real quick, also, DC is announcing Flashpoint is their Flash movie. uh, Which, in the comic books, that rebooted the whole DC universe. So, the idea is that they are already rebooting the DC cinematic universe by replacing some characters. So... Blake will be thrilled to find out that the Flashpoint storyline involves time travel. Oh, Jesus. And resetting everything that way. Oh, God. I I, I so wanted his reaction. Yes. Oh, God. So much time travel. Thomas Wayne is Batman. Bruce Wayne died. He was the one that got killed in the alley. And Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. Oh, my God. Uh, On the side note, Walking Dead had a trailer. Did you see that, Blake? That was some action pack yeah. uh, shit. I, I, it looks like uh, the Walking Dead Road Warrior Edition. Yes, it did. So, and Pacific Rim Uprising came out. Uh, the just trailer. Another excuse for giant fighting robots versus monsters. John Boyega is in it. Which, which we we discussed this back in the day with our podcast about how faulty that plot is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think that's the point. It's just to make robots fighting monsters. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, quick thing. Uh, also, did you see, like, on Stranger Things at the very beginning, not to go back to they were playing Dragon's Lair. Oh. I love that they were playing Dragon's Lair. I hated that damn video too. game because yeah. I always, you died, like, one minute into it. I mean, I died faster in that than Joust. <laughs> I love the game, but yeah, you're right. It was like impossible to is play. It, it I moved to the left. I moved yes, to the left. Yes, it says the the laser disc. It was a laser disc video game. You yeah. know, laser disc yeah. video, and based upon your movements, you know, it never synced up. Especially if you're out of sync, you're screwed. Even the goddamn one with the balls going back and forth, that oh, thing, yeah. you'd like move forward and back. Yeah. No hope whatsoever. It's like you had to time it perfectly, and of course. It takes you eight or nine times to time a board. So if yeah. you get that board timed, it takes you like at least two dollars. Yep. And you don't get that board again. And that was and that was when it still cost twenty five cents. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's like, and then you, when the next time you play, that board isn't even there, and so you you know, yeah, it, it was a quarter. But that was the eater. neat thing. That was the neat thing about it. It would never follow the same game sequence. That's true. 
uh, Stranger Things, the Duffer Brothers, who write it and created it, uh, did say that they have a idea of when the show's going to end. They're not going to keep going on like Walking Dead. They actually have an end point. So there you go. Good. That means they have a definite good story to line. Yes. No, no meandering seven seasons like Lost. Mm. Lost only lasted six. <laughs> and a movie. And it felt like seven. <laughs> Real quick here. This is a quick uh, last thing for TV news, or for News of the Geek. Per CBR.com, Blake, you enjoyed this article, and I did too. Yes, I did. There's a TV urban legend stating that the original unaired finale of Dungeons and Dragons, the, the cartoon, cartoon, ended with the reveal that the kids had all died during their original amusement park. What happened was at the start of the series, they went on this amusement park ride. They went into the mouth. Oh. So you know, the mouth, the mouth of the cave, Dungeons and Dragons roller coaster. Go into the mouth, and they get magically transported to another realm where they're each given a magical item and take on the attributes of a Dungeons Dragons character. It like didn't a, exist yet until they came out with the Ar- Unearthed Arcana, by the way. Yes. Because they had Acrobat and Cavalier and those character classes didn't exist in uh, Barbarian until the Unearthed Arcana came out. That's what I was saying. So too. anyways, go ahead. Uh, they, they fight against the evil Venger. Venger. Anyways, Venger. Vanger. One of the most common writers on the series was Michael Reeves. Uh, he wrote an unused finale to the series. Yeah. Back in the old days, cartoon shows would rarely wrap up, and the whole idea was to come up with a show that could air reruns repeatedly. So there never was any sort of need for a final resolution, which I never yeah, thought like, about. Yeah, like standalone episodes of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You know, like, did the kids never quit? No. And they did get... They didn't go off and find other jobs. And... Yeah, they didn't have to, like, go to work or anything. <laughs> Shaggy at the sandwich shop. Yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons did get a chance at a finale, but then it was scraped, scrapped. Uh, this had led to many rumors over the years that Reeves' original finale was set to reveal that the kids died on the amusement park ride, and the whole series was set in an afterlife. Lost. <laughs> Reeves explained on his now no, defunct personal website. Magic. I was waiting for. I was waiting for Jeff. He said uh, to quote or to sum it up. He said, of talking about the last episode, uh, we learned that the rumor is that we learned that the kids actually died on the roller coaster and that supposedly took them into the realm and that they are, in fact, imprisoned in hell, being tormented with a complex fantasy by the devil masquerading as Dungeon Master. And do I, <laughs> do I have any words to share with the masses about this issue? Yes. Bushwa, Puppycock, and Balderdash. Love a good Brit. <laughs> Love Brits. There's no such episode, he says, as even a moment's rational thought would reveal. D&D was a very dark, edgy show for its time. Yeah, it was. Uh, we took the show about as far as you could go on kids' TV at the time. As an example, the script for The Dragon's Graveyard, a second episode season I wrote, he wrote, the kids contemplate killing Vanger in, order, in order to find a way home. Caused a battle royal with broadcast, which caused a battle royal with broadcast standards and practices. <laughs> Of course. The chances of an episode with a plot like the one described above, about the death, even making it past the initial three-line pitch war and still are about as likely as Superman snorting kryptonite. I love Richard. I want to see that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like Superman getting addicted to snorting, crush it real small, and then I snort it, and it gives me like some weird high that I can't get. You know, it kind of makes me lose my powers a little bit. But, it, oh, man. He did release <laughs> the original script 
uh, that he wrote for the finale online. Yeah, he put oh, okay. it online. And he said, if it, uh, he's like, I hope it lives up to reasonable expectations. If it does, I'm glad. If not, my apologies. But do try to keep in mind a mantra that has served me well over the years. It's only television. So I thought that was kind of fun. It was. I, I love that cartoon series. I, have to, I remember barely seeing it. Yeah. Uh, like a couple episodes here and there. Hey, that's it. You know, those magic items you know, appear in campaigns every once in a while. I never realized that uh, the cartoons never ended. It makes sense, but I just never realized it. Yeah, never ended. Yeah. Uh, there is your news of the geek. September 22nd through the 24th, the Cincinnati Comic Expo invades the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hobie will be there, but along with us, there is a lot of great guests. Carrie Yules, I hope I said that name right, from The Princess Bride, Saul, Twister, As You Wish is there. Uh, Brett Iwin, he is the voice of Mickey Mouse. He will be there as well, along with Jason Isaacs from The Patriot. Yes, I led with The Patriot. Uh, Harry Potter, and he's in the new Star Trek Discovery on the CBS Online app. Uh, Julian Glover is back. Uh, he will be there for uh, from Harry Potter, Empire Strikes Back, and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. It was touch and go, but he will be there. David Bradley from Harry Potter as well, and Game of Thrones and The Strain. And Caroline uh, Blackstone. Blackstone? Yes, that's right. Uh, she is from Return of the Jedi, and uh, she was is her final USA signing. So get your Comic uh, Expo tickets at www.cincinnaticomicexpo.com. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Yes, we have bombs to talk about this week. Uh, you know, per uh, Apan's Doug. Wait be, Doug. Uh, Valerian had a budget of $209,184,000. Why the $184,000? Cuz they want to really show how much money they're going to lose. I mean, they could have just said 210,000 or 200,000 or 210 million, I mean. But now they had to Throw, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't say $184,264.83. Anyway, you slice it. We're going to lose a shit ton of money on this. Yeah, so we'll discuss about how much money they lost when we get to them in the uh, report. Um, also, bombs, part two, A-Pants, Doug. Good job, Doug. Cars 3 is the worst Pixar movie in terms of worldwide gross, as it has made only $196 million. That is shocking to me. Uh, in uh, contrast, Good Dinosaur is the second worst, and that's made over $330 million. How is Cars 3 not making as enough money to surpass Good Dinosaur? Have you seen Good Dinosaur, people? It is horrible. Yeah, but the thing is, people saw Cars 2. Oh, and that is true. They weren't going to put their money at Cars. 3. You might be on something because Cars Two was trash. That was awful. It, it's pretty much decided 
even with the good dinosaur being a bad movie, Cars Two was the worst Pixar movie. Good dinosaur. I would like to say that there was you know opportunity for a good movie in there somewhere. I don't know where it was, but Spot was fun. That was about it. Ugh, fucking dinosaur Arlo. Glad you went extinct. So how do you really feel? Fuck that movie. At least turned into oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the top five of our box office report from July. Those are the wrong dates. Those are wrong dates. Keep going. <laughs> of last weekend, uh, Dunkirk made fifty and a half million in its opening weekend on a budget of one hundred and fifty million dollars. Looks good. I still have to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see it. Don't know if I go into the theater to see it or not. I need to f- hear more reviews, although Kevin really liked it. Are, are they going to have to put subtitles for American audiences so they probably. understand the, the words? <laughs> you cheeky cunt. Yeah, they'll probably use the, the Queen C word. The Queen word C a lot. word. Cheeky cunt. That's the Queen C word. Send your complaints to Jason at. Uh, graphic send novice. your complaints graphic to Hunter McAllister at graphicnovice.com. Hey, I saw Who the What Now released a podcast. They did. We're part of their Danger Entertainment. Danger Entertainment. And congrats to Michael Leal for kickstarting his Kickstarter again. Fund oh, yes. it. Yes. Michael Leal. Michael Leal. I got an email saying my comic book will eventually be done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I also saw in there uh, Michelle Leal. Yes. Uh, apparently a big uh, Pixies and Kim Deal fan. Who isn't? And, um, and she, had, she had posted, she, she had hoped that her daughter would grow up to be as kick-ass as Kim Deal. And I wanted to respond, eh, except for the heroin addiction part. <laughs> <laughs> Good part not to do that. But, you know, I like the Deal sisters. They kick ass. From Dayton, Ohio. All right, continue. <laughs> continue. Number two this week, Girls Trip made <sighs> $30.5 million in its opening weekend. On a $19 million budget. Really, America? We, t- we warned you last week. Um, Every stereotypical uh, character is in this. Stop it. If it only takes you $19 million to make it, you're going to keep making them. They said the studio was shocked by this. They were expecting <laughs> $15 to $20 million, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, what happened? Well, apparently it was a lot of women's night out last <laughs> yeah. weekend. I just While all the men were going to see Dunkirk, they decided to go see Girls Trip. I just, I just felt like... I just felt like a studio executive's like, I'm going to bed Saturday night. Let's see what's going on. They wake up Sunday. What the fuck? We made $30 million on this? Thank you. So maybe it's better than you're giving it credit for. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, number three, Spider-Man Homecoming has made $22 million, a total of $252 million on a $175 million budget. That's fine. I'm good with that. I see a, I see a, a, a sequel coming. Yes, trilogy. <laughs> trilogy, even yeah. Uh, number four, War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, good God! Made Stop another it. twenty and a half million, a total of ninety-eight million on its uh, one hundred and seventy-five million dollar. Good. No. Good. Stop it. Good. It's got great reviews. Fail. Fuck you. I'm going to see this. I may see it in the Go theaters. ahead. I may see it. I like the first two. Wait until it comes out on Redbox for a buck. Eh, who the hell knows? Actually, I'm... hey, Redbox isn't a buck anymore. It's $1.99. What? Two bucks? Yeah. Per night? No, for one overnight rental. That would be two nights. Oh, two no, one no, day. Two no. <laughs> 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 hey, yeah. This is why Jason Our... pays too much on his mortgage. <laughs> oh, yeah, is, is Redbox, like, you can keep it for as long as you want, can't you? No, Redbox, you gotta send it back the next day. You gotta stick it back in the box. Yeah, for, you do. For, I mean, but like, for as long as you want. 
That's called marriage. <laughs> no, <laughs> so you're only allowed to use Redbox for like one day? No. For one overnight, for one day, it was $1.99. Every yeah. additional day is, is, is Every additional day is like so, another, yeah. So you can hold on to it as long as well, you want, yeah, but you're going to pay for it track. day by day. No, but I'm just stunned. I thought they let you nope. hold on to movies for several days. I've never like, used Redbox, so I, I don't know. Either. <laughs> you, you can't hold on to it. You just, well, but you you just, have pay, to you pay, just pay the Blockbuster fees. I feel like the Blockbuster <laughs> let you have it for five days. Yeah, that was after they got sued. After they had those thousand dollar fees for your keeping your for not rewinding and not turning it in the next day. I feel like 2012 called. They really want their red box discussion back. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ed. Uh, oh, they said war for the plan. They sorry. Uh, they're a little worried that it may not be making that big of a profit. They said uh, it's barely going to make uh, with worldwide totals. Yeah. They said they were planning to do a spinoff, and they don't know if that's going to happen now. They they realize Great. that there isn't that Planet of the Apes is a pretty old uh, franchise. The idea doesn't carry not anymore. All that great. No, the new with. movies are good. Hey, look at it this way. It could be the end. Until the real Planet of the Apes starts. But they already made that movie twice, so who cares? Just wait for the reboot in five Whatever. years. Whatever. Confucius? No. Elucius? What's his name? Confucius. Caesar? Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Julius. <laughs> Julius Confucius? Julius Caesar. Never heard of Julius Confucius. Is that? I, I was thinking, aren't those names of some of the apes I, in the original? They are in this one, too. Yeah, okay. Not Julius Confucius, though. Just Caesar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bozo. Eight, two? Socrates? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, if they went with that concept, they may have made money. Um, number five this week. Uh, now we get to talk about Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Sorry, Meow God. <laughs> made $17 million in its opening weekend. On a two hundred and nine million one hundred eighty four thousand dollar budget. Now, if you remember when I saw this trailer in the theaters, I told you I, I didn't. I didn't even want to go see it. The trailer, I'm like, that's too fucked up and weird. I don't care. Uh, well, it fit the element. So I wasn't intrigued. Then the second trailer I saw, I'm like, wait a minute, this is a different movie than the first trailer, isn't it? These two trailers weren't for the same movie, are they? It just looked too weird. I, I mean, it, I didn't like it. So, per variety. Uh, let's get this thing going here. Here variety. we go. Variety. Variety. <laughs> are you sure? The disastrous opening weekend in the U.S. of Rock Bizons, uh, Val- Valerian, has left Europoa. Europa? Corp. Europoa. <laughs> Europoa. I was about to try to correct him for his pronunciation of Luke Beeson. But uh, Europoa. <laughs> the Paris-based company saw its stock value drop 8.31% oh, no. on Monday <laughs> after this. <laughs> Down to $4.11. Oh, shit. Believed to be the most independent movie, expensive movie of all time with a budget of $180 million. We corrected you on that, right? <laughs> uh, landed in fifth place uh, in 3,553 theaters. Uh, yeah, so they said, uh, they, Tim Westcott, a senior analyst at London-based IHS, pointed out the risky strategy of first launching in the U.S., uh, which is not a DC Comics or Marvel franchise, and it's an unknown property outside of Europe. So Europa? that's well done. Europa? Europa? <laughs> Europa? Now, to, it was Europa, European? 
it did not do much better in Canada, Israel, or Germany, the other markets it opened in. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes. Yeah, so they said, uh, I would advise you not to buy into Europa's uh, stock this week. <laughs> Hopefully, for their uh, sakes, uh, the French market. Uh, It'll be big. Yeah, Luke Beeson does sound French. <laughs> Luak Beeson. French or Belgian, you know. It's a, it's I don't know how you get Luak from that. Luak. It's, it's three. I mean, he is, but lick. it's three letters. Lick, and you're... lick, lick, uh, lick. Valerian is France's most expensive film ever. The second most expensive film was $2 million. So what you're saying is they're going to give up early? Two yes. million? No, I'm just making that up. <laughs> like it's ten times more expensive. <laughs> ten times. Uh, Rock said you should see it because it's not a Marvel movie. It's different. Well, maybe not. Yeah. That's <laughs> a point though. It looked too different though. About only watching franchise movies. It looked like Avatar on steroids in. when I looked. I, that was my thought. Oh, and I, it looks so much better than Avatar. That was a piece of crap movie. Mm. Except, except for, for the, the parts Jason Brown yeah, was in. Except for those parts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. The best part is um, <laughs> there's an 18-minute uh, uh, one-take shot in the Ooh, film. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, he actually had to explain it to the crew for an hour. But he said they were smiling, but I could see on their faces they didn't understand a thing. So he actually recruited the uh, entire student body at the local film school in France uh, to help with this. Film school. He went we to were... French film school to get that because the crew was did not know it what to do. Didn't understand. Too dumb to figure it out. So he brought 120 a... students to the sound stage and we shot the entire scene. <laughs> what, was there like a? a... Language barrier or something? I don't or? know. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, it, See, the French should just stick to existential movies. When they try to do sci-fi action, it just doesn't work. The French should just stick to movies that talk about how great chocolate. it is to be French. Yeah, exactly. In chocolat. In menage a trois. New Republic. In uh, tendrous cuisines. New Republic uh, film review said, The gorgeous stupidity of Valerian. <laughs> is how they reviewed it. Oh, Man, can you imagine somebody pouring their life into this movie and we're just like making fun of it? I feel bad now. Let's go watch it. Let's <laughs> go support them. I want to see it. I kind of do. I'll it. wait for Redbox. They said it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> How many nights are you going to keep that? <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't want to see it because that Dane DeHaan, aka Green Goblin from the Andrew Garfield uh, Spider Man, he yeah. creeps me out. His face scares me. I don't know what it is, but yeah, he's creepy now, looking. We got we talked Dane DeHaan here shortly in the buy cell. I'll, I'll give you my observations about the guy. Uh, let's see. Rihanna and Clive Owen are both in the movie. Hey, take a drink. Clive Owen's back. Yay. <laughs> a Clive sighting? Uh, let's see here. Uh, in one sequence, the female lead has to lure, lure a jazz-loving Frenchman uh-huh, to uh-huh, take her fishing for some chocolate so and can, some Cabernet Sauvignon. So they can find a huge... Underwater creature that looks like a jellyfish. Some Beaujolais. So she can put the jellyfish on her head so she can access the jellyfish's knowledge. That, that to makes her boyfriend's whereabouts. Perfect French sense. <laughs> Let's see. So anyways, there you go. That's Valerian. <laughs> go see it. It's original. <laughs> yeah, go see it. <laughs> Meow God, if you haven't turned this off yet, you're a brave soul. I'm sorry. My bad. Okay, upcoming on uh, July 28th, 2017, we got Atomic Blonde. Can't get me enough Charlie's there on. Charlie's? Charlie's. Is that with Confucius to it? Yeah. 
I love Confucius. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Atomic Bond looks good. Charlie's turning into action movie star. They said uh, there was a little bit more spy element in it, one of the reviews I read, than they thought. Yeah. So I'm intrigued by it. And the movie Jason is looking forward to seeing. Nope. The emoji movie, <laughs> colon, express yourself. Best part is my <laughs> son, my oldest son, has officially said, Mom, you're going to take me to see this, aren't you? Yeah, I'll take you out for a good day. That's fine. We can do that. I was like, yes. She's like, but your father is the one that always takes you to the movies. I know, but he said he wanted you to go. Okay. You don't want to disappoint him. You know what? I'm disappointed. The Emoji movie actually has a title in words. Good point. Thank um, you. Did anyone read TJ Miller's fucking blown up interview that he did with one of the bigger uh, no. magazines? He's an asshole to begin with. And he comes across as even worse in the interview. And he was talking about how he no longer uh, wants to do, you know, niche products like Silicon Valley and that, even though it's got some popularity. He's like, you know, I don't oh, care about TJ Miller. Yeah. Cause yeah. he, yeah. I don't want Silicon to... Valley. He was in Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. And Deadpool too. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to cater to the millennials, blah, blah, blah. I'd rather just do the mass consumption stuff like Emoji Movie and Deadpool 2. <laughs> Well done. Right. And they said his publicist was about ready to shoot him on the, uh, on, <laughs> during the interview. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I thought they and, had the other thing was his comment. Yeah, about how women aren't as funny because they've been repressed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good good job there. Thank you, TJ. Uh, I've seen your stand-up. It's ho- horrible. You're funny in Deadpool. You're funny in short little cameos. Yeah. You're ho- you're, his stand-up is horrible. I can't fucking mm. stand it. And I've watched like three or four different like stand-up specials with him, like p- bits and pieces. I can't make mm. it through it. It's mm. awful. I couldn't stand him before this. Uh, Sorry. Was he like trying to intentionally kill his career? I don't know. <laughs> apparently. But if you read the interview, it is horrible. Uh, yeah. Apparently he's getting a lot of daggers thrown at him. It's just how like- many how many uh, reviews for Emoji Movie do you think are just going to be the steaming shit pile emoji? Oh, that would be That'd awesome. Be great. <laughs> well, I'm sending that to nerdly.co.uk this week. I never saw it. Here's my review. Here's my review. <laughs> it's actually pudding. <laughs> uh, but they said uh, it was funny after T.J. Miller's interview. Even the uh, the interviewer was like, I don't know what just happened. He's a horrible interviewer, like yeah. interviewee. And there's about 10 other people like from na- major mar- magazines all came out and said, He's a horrible interviewer. Like, yeah. he is not a nice person. I was like, well, that's good. Maybe karma will bite him. Fuck you. Yeah. Sorry. Moving on. Uh, buy, sell this week. The careers of Cara Delevingne, or however it's pronounced. Uh, she was in... I thought it was Delevingne. Okay. Delevingne. I think. She's in Valerian. Valencia. Yeah, and she was the, the crazy ghost witch chick from Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. All right. Oh, really? Here's, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Here, here's, you didn't realize that? That's right. Okay. Oh, I was wondering why I saw the name. Okay. There you go. All right. Here's my quick observation about her. She's has had more fame talking about her having sex on an airplane in the Mile High Club than she has in any movie she's been in so far. All really? disasters. What, her having sex on a Mile High Club was a disaster, too? No, I'm saying that's the only... <laughs> Good thing, good story out there that she has out there that she's famous for. Well, I, I thought she was famous because she was good. Well, looking. she's also a model. Yeah. And, she's know. famous because she's a model. and the, the Obviously doesn't translate into good acting. I'm going oh, to no. buy, though, because she'll probably be in Suicide Squad, too, and that will make a lot of money. I, I would say I would have bought based on anticipations, but now that I've lost a lot of money on her, I'm just going to have to sell. Jeff, um, what are you doing? She's got to be low, right? No, well... 
with, with this bombing, she's probably uh, done. Tanking. Okay. I think she's so. done, to tell you the truth. But uh, I'll probably wait to see uh, the what happens uh, with Valerian. And... No, you're worried about buying or selling. Just make a fucking decision. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding until I find out what's happening. Uh, and so that means you already buy. bought? If Valerian tanks out and she's incredibly cheap, yeah. then I'll probably But buy. the scenario is buy-sell. Doesn't say hold. I don't think you realize the game. I, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to buy in the long run. Okay. So you're buying. Okay. Sure. Who's next? <laughs> in the future, if you want hold, you need to put hold on there. Tell the intern to put that on the outline. <laughs> buy, sell, hold. That's right. Now, Dane DeHaan, it's great that you put these two together because this guy has been in constant cinematic bomb after bomb after bomb as well. Wellness. And And he's eerily like Michael J. Fox when he was younger because you looked at this kid I'm like yeah oh yeah Dane DeHaan was it that that you know young 18 year old kid no he's like 30 something yeah he's creepy too he's I'm like you look at him you're like he's perfect to play like something high school one of his films so he would fit high school age I actually thought Valerian was about a boy and a hot chick sidekick I'm a girl you know but apparently no uh, well I'm selling Dane DeHaan well, his one movie just might yeah. help. In 2015, December, after Amazing Spider-Man came out, two came out in 2014. His one movie called Life that he got top billing in opened in 12 theaters. That's fine. There's yeah. no recognition. I think I heard like he's supposed to be the next upcoming, and he's been bomb after bomb. Yeah. So you better. Sell his. He's a penny stock now. Just sell. Sell. I'm selling. There's no upside. He has one movie coming out. Tulip Fever. I'll I'll sell my pennies and use them to buy somebody else's penny stock. Yeah. Uh, Funny thing, Karen Devala. She's also in Tulip Fever. So they're together in the next movie. Great. They uh, maybe, I'm, bomb maybe I'm together. changing it to sell for her <laughs> now, too. As long as she's being hooked with uh, Dahan, I'll... Uh... I'm selling, too, now. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. All right, buy or sell. For some reason, we're buying or selling Harry Styles. I'd buy. I didn't realize he was the lead in Dunkirk. Somebody else's. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Mark Rylance. <laughs> we'll buy you next movie. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mark Rylance. Uh, sorry, Academy Award winning Mark Rylance. He's in Ready Player One next. <laughs> Mark, Mark Rylance. Rylance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy Mark Rylance stock. Harry well, no, Styles. No, I'm apparently like, there's no IPO yet on him. Oh. <laughs> he, he hasn't been BFG, on our list yet. Bridge of Spies, The Gunmen, Dunkirk, and Ready Player One. Harry Styles doesn't even have anything else next. <laughs> no, Harry Styles is a, from One Direction. The, no, I know. Yeah, he, I want he's a boy it band guy. I, Tell <laughs> me why. Tell me why. <laughs> That's not One Direction. It's all sound. Uh, well, one, that's not even a song. I'm going to buy Two, it because... I want it that I'm, I'm buying way. them because I can't think of anybody else with better hairstyles. <laughs> ah! It is a pretty hairy style. <laughs> I'll buy two just because of you, that joke. Like, I, I'm selling him. Uh, I don't think he's the next Justin Timberlake. You know, boy band who can make a successful career doing something else. Okay. So I'm selling any Harry Styles stock I currently have. What about Tom Hardy? Let's do that one. I'll buy Tom Hardy. Bye. He's in Venom. Of That's course. the next one. I'll buy. Bye. Tom Hardy's going to have a long, long career. Yeah. 
for decades. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You can't recognize him from movie to movie, and I love it. He's a great actor. Uh, great character al- actor. He's also in Inception 2, Electric Boogaloo is what they say. Inception oh, 2 is coming out? No. He's just oh, a dick. <laughs> jerk. It, it could be. It might be a dream. <laughs> I may have dreamt it. Jerk. No, Inception 2 will be about time travel. Oh, I love it. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, well, that is our box office bombs of the week. What's our top five, Jeff? Our top five this week is our top five favorite things about summer. Yeah. Blake, we missed you last week. Welcome back, buddy. Thank you. You go first. Oh, I get to go first? Yeah. We're doing an easy one this week. Yeah, I, I could I could have made a, a bunch of honorables, but I, I'll stick to five. I didn't hobie it. Oh. I kept it simple. I didn't either. I kept it simple because I expected us to go for three hours tonight. And we're well on <laughs> our way. On our way. <laughs> one day we'll reach that three-hour mark. Uh, number five. You know what I like? It, it, it falls... It's a general, but I got more specific. Beer gardens. Okay. I like drinking beer outside in the summertime. Summertime. That's right. In the city. So beer gardens. Beer gardens. Beer garden. I like beer gardens. You go to the shower. That's right. I I can't disagree, but I think I like my beer gardens in the fall. Fall's okay as well. Uh, I'll go but back. I like oh, in this, summer means yeah. you can get out now yes. and drink beer outside oh, gotcha. without freezing your ass off. There you go. See? Agreed. Jeff, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is with the kiddies out of school, the traffic is better. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. No that. morning have, school traffic. Yeah, you don't have buses. You don't have all that uh, traffic. Your six-minute commute to work. How long does that take <laughs> you with school traffic? Uh, six minutes, five seconds. <laughs> I'll put it this way. It... it <laughs> I, no, have to, not. I, I have to go by two schools on my way to work. Uh-huh. But you don't go to work till nine. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but at wintertime... How does this work? But at wintertime, when they have two-hour delays... Oh, it slows everything off it does. for you. You're right. <laughs> the two days a year. <laughs> Fuck that! And, and the afternoon traffic... No, I'm when I'm driving you. around, there aren't people leaving school when I'm trying to get somewhere else. Uh, I thought you, anyways, I, I thought you <laughs> would agree with me. Those who I, actually have I, I agree. But not when you have a six-minute commute. Fuck you. I, I, I agreed wholeheartedly, and then you told me you got a six-minute commute. I'm like, fuck do you. Do you do abs in that time, too? Six-minute yeah, abs? No, six minute no abs. you have to do it in seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's rough. I mean, one, that's about the only good Six thing about kids commute. being off yeah, school. Yeah, I mean, why are you driving? I have to go through two streets. You should walk. Have you seen Jeff walk? <laughs> Besides softball, he doesn't walk. Why, why would I want to spend a two hours to get to work? <laughs> Bicycle. <laughs> Bicycle. No, there's hills. All right, okay, screw that then. Segway? All right, drive. <laughs> I like how he drove past two schools. You know, it's 9 a.m. <laughs> You should you should have like a moped. <laughs> I probably should. You should. I, I can get a Vespa scooter. That's what I should. Do. Now you're going European. 
Europa. I was going. I was thinking more Asian. I was. Thinking, All the cool oh, kids are going Europa. Europa. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Anyways, uh, mine number five. It's uh, closer to fall and winter. I fucking oh, hate summer. Really? Oh, oh that's God. stupid. Fuck you. <laughs> Night. <laughs> No, I fucking hate summer, so I love that it's getting closer to fall and winter. I love it. I can't wait. I'm ecstatic. Actually, I was being an ass, but really, that is a stupid reason. Yeah. No, I love fall and winter. It's your favorite thing about summer is that you're closer five. to fall that, and that, winter. That, that, that it ends. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, then say that it ends. Don't. There you go. <laughs> Once July 4th hits, it's great. I know that summer is halfway over, and we're on the downside of summer, so I'm excited. Fuck summer. Anyways, uh, number four. Wait until your kids go to school and you got to deal with them all summer when you're used to them going to school. Oh, my oldest is in school. There you go. Well, I'm uh, talking about all of your spawn. <laughs> uh, number four, gardening. I love my garden. Uh, I got a lot of uh, veggies this year. So I do enjoy going out there, taking care of it. You can't garden in the fall and winter. In the fall, I can. Pumpkins. Not really. Um, let's see. You need some cucumbers? I got you, though. There's some things you plant in the winter so they're ready by spring. What's that? I have no clue. I don't fucking garden. Sperm. <laughs> you think I go outside much? Please. Uh, gardening is my number four. Gardening. Fuck you all. What's your all number right. four, Jeff? My Fine. number four is uh, I like the summer because the sun stays out much later than it does at any other time of year. Hate that. I like it. You know what? <laughs> you, hate the, you hate the fact I, that the sun doesn't I set like until being nine able, No, I like being able to go to work. With light and going home you with and the light. Sun have a very love You're right. relationship. I like I like lamp. <laughs> I like light. All right, Blake. What's your number four? What was yours? Oh, yours was daylight. Was daylight. Daylight lasts longer. <laughs> you know what we were just talking about? That was my oh. number four. If you're an astute listener, you heard the pause and cut. <laughs> and now you're wondering, what the fuck's wrong with Blake? Well, why? We just had a five-minute conversation. That was off air. <laughs> Uh, this, you know, when it's combined with number five, actually when it has a number five beer garden, it makes it even better. But I like baseball parks. I like going to baseball games in the summertime. It's my number three is baseball. Good. It's my number two is baseball. They're good. See, we're all in the middle Coaching here. Baseball, pretty much. Going to yeah. baseball games, See? watching baseball. I'm it, with is, you. it is a wonderful leisure sport. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love going to the ballpark, drinking a overcharged, overpriced beer and hot dogs. Well, not hot dogs, but yeah, that I don't. Know. Maybe brats or Mets, you know. Tiny sausage. Yeah, you know, whatever. And just sitting back and enjoying a game of baseball. I enjoy the game of baseball. I don't enjoy paying ridiculous amounts of money for uh, yeah. beer. So I don't drink when I go to baseball games. Mm. Well, you don't go to baseball games beer. with me. If you did, I'd, I'd buy you a beer. See? Oh, I appreciate that. You're welcome. But uh, I'd probably say save your money because yeah. I can really enjoy a sporting event without alcohol. Yeah. If I need, I mean, alcohol I could to too, beer, but you know, it's nicer to have a nice cold beer while I'm watching it. You're not. You're but not. I can't watch baseball on TV. Fuck that. But well, I, I can, can watch, watch it, it in person. Oh, I like just the fact in it's the ballpark. Season. I'll watch it on TV. I'll no, I, I like that. Yeah, I like I'll, ballparks. Yeah. Some ballparks are great. Ballparks masterpiece are great. architecture. Go to travel and check out different ones. I'm like only at like five or six. Uh, different ballparks, mm-hmm. but I, I, I like to check them out, and I would love to check you know, all of them. Yeah. Uh, what's your number three, Jeff? Oh, shouldn't we do Blake's number three? Oh, I'm sorry. Now we're wrapping around. Yeah. Uh, number three that I love about <laughs> summer. Yes, uh, driving with the top down. Oh, I thought you were going to say top off. No. 
I can do that too. Yeah. But I get arrested. Yeah. With your convertible? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like I like driving. I love driving, and I especially like driving with the top down. Okay. You know. I can't do that in my minivan. Yeah. I, I was never a fan because you can't hear the radio as well. It's oh, you don't listen to the radio. You no. listen to the engine and the wind. Fuck that. I'd rather listen to the radio. <laughs> no way, man. It's uh, good. Uh, Come on, man. I don't need to listen to the wind when I'm driving and fuck listening to the engine. It's probably too loud and well, anyway. Dude, I, mean, that's... I forgot to turn the radio on to drown out the noise of my engine. Well, dude, <laughs> that's like oh, your man. opinion, man. <laughs> it is my opinion. <laughs> uh, what's your number three, Jeff? Uh, my number three is beer. Okay. It's uh, the, It fits into my number five it, and four. It, it fits, but I, I specifically I like all the seasonal summer beers that come out. I don't blame you of on that. All the, of all the I like seasonal beers, summer has my favorite. Yes. I, I know, you know, the dark, heavy stuff, I can only do short periods of time. Yeah. Or something. But uh, it's like, I mean, just last night I had, you know, just a Sam Adams summer ale. I'm like, that is a very damn good tasty beer. And there's a summer ale, and there's also a summer splash. I think it's kind of like a sour. Is it? Do you have you tried I don't that? Think I've had the summer splash, but oh, it's, okay. um, it's a little bit of port, port rocker. Port oh, yeah, port rocker's good. Rocker good. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all those summer beers that are nice, light, and refreshing. I like, uh, yeah, I like anything that's a, a, like a Radler, like Schaffenhofer, or you know, some of the good uh, travelers. You have travelers, yeah. good stuff. Uh, my number three was baseball. Uh, that goes with beer. My number two <laughs> was all the movies coming out. The good movies. But the so. good movies come out in the winter. Fuck La La Land. Uh, I'm talking I big would. action spy superhero movies. The superhero well, they, movies. They're finally hitting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they come out all year now. Well, you know what? Fuck you. This is my <laughs> list. It's my number two. What's your fucking two list? Uh, baseball. Okay. What's your number two, Jack Blake? Playing softball. Oh, okay. Good. I still love to play softball, man. And I'm glad we play on Friday nights. Yeah. Because then I can combine Friday nights with beer and sometimes beer gartens. Yeah. There you go. It's like a triple triple header. Triple What's header. your number one? Uh, number one, vacation. Duh. Yeah. Oh, I prefer taking my vacation <laughs> in different... I do, too. In the summer vacations aren't as fun. I would yeah. rather take them when other people <clears throat> aren't taking them. I agree. Off-season vacations are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your number one, Jeff? Uh, my number one was uh, her performance in Firefly. Boo, boo! But well done. Uh, <laughs> Summer I don't the get car- it. Summer Glau, the actress uh, who plays uh, River Tam in uh, Firefly. I'll have to look it up. That is my. Well, you should look up because <laughs> favorite thing about summer. That's my favorite thing about, about summer. summer. Something else might be looking up. Anyways, uh, my number one is swimming. I love going to the pool and swimming. Love going to the ocean and swimming. Uh, I just love being out in the water and that. So that is my favorite thing to do in the summer. I hate the summer, but I want to swim. I've always said to my wife, there's only two things I really like about summer, baseball and swimming. And I was like, well, I guess i got to find something else to do on this list. Three more. (laughs) Yeah, so we had uh, some listener picks. Uh, Captain Admiral Kirk had five. The weather goes from 60 to 70s. Fuck you, San Diego. Uh, Four, better movies. Good call. Uh, Three, the big conventions like San Diego Comic-Con and San Francisco Comic-Con. Two, I get to wear tropical shirts. Nice. Uh, one, ice cream. Mm, uh, it. Maybe it's different in San Diego, but I eat ice cream year-round. Mm. Me too. Okay. Uh, I like your summer choice. She's 
She's oh, cute. Yeah. Summer Glau. That's right. Summer Glau. Uh, number from Besotic Geek, Pittsburgh man. Uh, no snow to shovel. Uh, no leaves to rake. <laughs> low gas bill. Blockbuster movies. You you have blockbusters there? <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, and flip flops. Mm, depends on flip flops. Depends uh, on who's wearing them. I, I think he's referring to he's wearing them. Oh. Uh, Dr. Maybe he's referring to his foot fetish with women. Uh, he's checking I'm out all the flip flop ladies. Like, okay, your gas bill might go down, but your electric bill goes up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or, hey, ho- hockey championships. I thought about the NHL playoffs. Because so <laughs> yeah, they're going. in the summer? Because that's fucked up. I think they're over before the summer. Uh, doctor number one, seeing Jason at the beach in his thong. Well, yeah. I, I thought I spotted him. Uh, Chris Richardson at 365 says, saying, winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying a cheeky beer garden. Cheeky, cheeky beer garden. Hey. Oh. Summer blockbusters. And pretending the British weather isn't going to suck. <laughs> and finally, we had Doug. Uh, a pants, Doug. Top five. Going to Pandora, Disney, a.k.a. Disney, Avatar Land. Fucking Disney shit. Going to Magic Kingdom. God damn. Going to Epcot. Didn't see that coming. Going to Hollywood Studios. Really? And going to Animal Kingdom. You know, uh, they're all better in the middle of the winter than they are in the middle of the summer. <laughs> they're all Every better. single one of them. They're all better on your 15th uh, mortgage. Uh, mortgage. <laughs> so. Uh, there is your top five for the week, and there's your episode six hours later. Uh, bad idea of the week, number 890, asking for a puppy at McDonald's. Don't so, do it. Don't do it, especially in Warrior, Alabama. You know what? Warrior, Alabama. That's a uh, bad idea, 889. <laughs> yeah, or or 890.1, working at McDonald's while you're stoned. <laughs> hey, at least you found a playland in your McDonald's. That's true. <laughs> uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From Walking Dead to Talking Heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history of not so bad, there's the history, it's the history of bad, so bad, the history of bad, it's bad, the history of bad ideas, podcast. You were listening to Hobie. <laughs>